Little Squid Comics podcast episode. We don't know. But yeah, <laughs> we're, uh, and I'm Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. And we are the Evil Squid Comics podcast. We get together every, whenever the hell whenever there's not a global out. pandemic. Well, actually, there, there is, is one. one, but we're still getting together. That's why we decided to finally get together. That's right. We want to spread around. So anyway, but uh, yeah, we're getting together to talk about uh, comic books, movies, TV shows. We're not even six feet apart. Yes, that we are, true. Don. Why it's, would you say that? We're, del- we're totally six feet. Social distancing. We're social distancing. Man, you got this cool setup back in here. I have a cool setup. You Scott's those, like distracted. Uh, you know those signs on no. Kellogg? Like on the signs highway, on Kellogg on the highway. Let's say, you know, five minutes to the airport. Oh, yeah. Those big digital mm-hmm. ones. Oh, yes. yes. Always, the to- ones in which it's like strive to do better. You know, type things. Today, now, they, you now have today laid was, down the race. Today, it was stay at home, save lives. <laughs> uh, stay at home. And there was another one. Caution. It said, uh, 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 social distancing saves lives. Mm. Ooh, you bought Plunge? I did. Did you buy Plunge? I did, but I haven't read it. We can talk about it. I, I mean, the problem is we've been like a month since podcast, and so I was reading a lot earlier and then now i haven't read much so i've pretty much forgotten everything mm-hmm. see yeah. i've gone the other way around because you weren't reading anything i wasn't reading anything while we were remodeling the house or whatever i want to say we breathe laying floor you know upstairs and so you know we were destroying the entire upstairs and moving shit around or whatever and that you know this is the funny thing that goes with that story anyway is it took me one weekend to move everything it took me another weekend you know to, to rip all the shit out this guy comes in it takes a day to lay this floor. Yeah, because you know After what they're doing. Crap. Yeah. And yeah. then, of course, then I got to move everything back and put baseboards back up and all that other type of stuff, which takes another, you know, freaking week for me. But nice. It wasn't quite that long. but Not quite that long. It just takes, takes a while, you know. It takes time. It just, uh, you know, when I figure all this stuff up, you know, the amount of time that I spent probably just working, moving crap, removing trim, putting trim back, you know, all this other type of stuff probably was a five days worth of work and this guy laid on the floor in one day what is what am i looking at all my comic books okay at the new house you oh, got them all there house. huh you got them all moved yeah they do you do it single, single-handedly all yourself no That's he but hired movers yeah hired people Jesus he's too Christ. old to move that, that is like a comments. freaking warehouse i figured it out there were about 140 long boxes nice 140 and if you figure 50 pounds a piece that's Seven thousand pounds. I'd have moved them all for you. Seven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was telling Drew there was one guy there. He carried three long boxes. Yeah, At one once. time. Yeah. Holy f. I know. He was like stack on another one, and then the dude is standing there. He goes, throw another one on there. Oh my, like, oh my god. I remember when we were young and we moved him that one time, and Isaac and was it Hugh? Was that your buddy's name? Probably. Yeah. They were helping, and they were we were carrying two at a time. And I tried it again, like, five years later. I'm like, I'm not carrying two at a time. That's insane. Why were we doing this? But yeah. Isaac was a big guy, so that made sense. Why I was carrying two at a time, I have no idea. Yeah. But, yeah, um, no, one at a time. I think back in me, my 20s, I could do two at a time. But, yeah, yeah. anymore? Yeah. Yeah, no. But I never could do three at a time. But, yeah, three. That's Nor would I insane. want to. No. I think they just wanted to get done. I'm sure they did. <laughs> they get paid by the hour. I don't know what they were in the hurry for. Oh, really? Paid by the hour? Yeah. Well, they kept looking at more comics. They're like, I just want to be done with this. Hey, I hear that. It was funny. So, like, when we went over to the new house, I had some of the bookshelves set up already. Yeah. 
and they, they, some of them are, some of the guys were like kind of into comics, and they were staring at like, oh look, it's like Swamp Thing, and like he's got that, he's got this, and I'm like this is awesome. It's like over all this. Stuff. You have no idea, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No clue. Yeah, but anyway, cool. So I can't believe you guys haven't jumped on the Tiger King. Butter. I don't. Okay, so it's some. It keeps popping up on Netflix. I haven't been watching Netflix. We've been watching Disney Plus because we're watching Clone Wars. You, well, you can't watch it with your kids. I understand. And then we've been watching. We watched uh, Morning Show on Apple TV Plus. With uh, Jennifer Aniston, I've, Reese Witherspoon, it. it wasn't bad. And then we jumped on that Mythic Quest, which was pretty cool. Mm. Cool. Um, and then uh, we finished up Fargo, the first season. Oh, so good. Yeah, Fargo's pretty good. Have you watched them? You haven't watched any of them. I just watched the first season. Okay. How many are there? Three. I think there's. I think four is getting ready three. to come. Maybe. Oh, are they making another one? I believe so. But anyway, yeah, I think there's only three right now. Is so first... we finished that, and then we have our normal stuff. We watch. I don't watch as many hours of TV as you do. I, yeah, I haven't watched anything lately. I I didn't have TV for like a week. Yeah, I understand. Um, I just what was I is, so what is Tiger it, King is is Fargo is the first one. Does that have Billy Bob Thornton in it? Yeah, it's the Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, that one's good. They're all good, pretty solid. Um, so Tiger King, I Brian Hunter. I saw like a post on Facebook, and he talked he talked about it. I'm like, I have to watch this. So I went home yesterday. It's it's a documentary. So, like, this guy, the guy that made the documentary, he he was just doing a documentary about, like, um, uh, it's a, like, a big cat, like, people that have tigers. Hmm. And he just stumbled onto this colossal, just cluster F, like, it's insane. Like, there's, so down, it, it was in, one of the places in Oklahoma, this dude was, like, he's just, like, a redneck and he he had like 200 tigers. So he has like this zoo, basically, that he runs, that he lives on or whatever, kind of. And, I mean, people pay admission to come in and they get to like hold like baby tigers and stuff. Like, and so then it just turns into a, so you've got that going on. And then there's like another guy that's got a park like down in, I don't know, somewhere like in South Carolina or something. And he does the same thing, but he's got like friggin' elephants. He's got all kinds of stuff. And then so then there's this, there's this other lady, and she is like, she runs like a uh, a rescue for big cats. For big cats, yeah. And so they get into a, the... they get into a fight, like an online fight. So like she's bashing him, and he's bashing her because okay. like, she's yeah. trying to put him out of business, and he's trying to keep doing what he's doing. And then, like, it just keeps twisting and turning, and the guy's, like, the the lady that owns the big cat, like, her husband, like, disappeared, like, ten years ago, just disappeared, and nobody can find him. Hmm. Like, just flat off disappeared. They can't find any evidence. Like, he's just gone. And so, I, it's just crazy, man. So then... They start fighting, and then he ends up, like, getting involved with some other people. He ends up running for, like, he ran for president, this guy. His name is, uh... Ross Perot? No, something <laughs> Joe. Ross Perot died. His real name is Joe something, but he changed it to Joe Exotic. Huh, And, okay. I mean, the dude wears, like, flashy clothes. I mean, Hawaiian it's, shirts and whatnot? No, like, sequin stuff. Like, oh. Like, well, he's... Like something from Elvis. Elvis. Yes, he's, like, he's... He's 
a homo. He's gay. Okay. He has two husbands. Okay. <laughs> the guy that runs the other one, he's straight, and he has like six women that he's not married to, but they're like girlfriends, and he's got like they're like cults. The people that work at these zoos are like cults. Like these people suck them in. They they work like eight eight in the morning till midnight, and they get paid like a hundred dollars a week. Hmm. That's what they pay them. Wow, it's just crazy. It's got like guns, rednecks. Tigers. Tigers. Explosion. I mean, this dude's like out just shooting guns, blowing stuff up. And then, so then the whole thing is he, the Joe Exotic guy, he apparently put out a hit. He hired a hitman to kill the lady that runs the preserve. And he got caught and arrested and like he's in jail now. Like he's he's in jail. Hmm. But. Anyway, it's like a docu... It's a documentary, like... Documentary series? Documentary series, but it's, like, crazy. I mean, it's, like, when you think you can't see anything crazier on it... It just just goes... Like, it it just hits you in the face, and you're like, oh, my God, I didn't think it'd get any worse. Oh, my God. That's the stuff I love. Really? I love stuff That's what you love? It's cool. My wife was watching Love is Blind, so it's actually not awful, though. Is it a series? Yeah, it's a series on Netflix type thing. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it, but it was awful. <laughs> I wouldn't so, recommend it. But, uh, what else? But we were watching a bunch of movies, because I was catching up on a bunch of the movies and things of that nature. So yeah. we watched uh, Parasite. Oh, I saw Parasite. that. Yeah. Did you like Parasite? I did like it. I'm kind of surprised that I did, yeah, to tell you the truth. A lot of reading. There is, but just because I can't it, speak I Korean or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it's pretty but good. But yeah. I, oh, I that's the one. Have you seen us? I have not. Ah, damn it. I know. I've got it on my drive. Uh, but I felt like it was, had a lot of similarities. That it's it kind of like a uh, horror movie. Is that the one where Us, that's the one that we've been telling them to watch forever? Yes, yeah. That yeah, one and Get Out, I think, or something oh, like that. Oh, you've never seen Get Out? I've never seen that one either. Is so. Parasite the one that won the... Yeah, Best one Picture. Won the Best picture. picture, yes. Yeah. You didn't watch it, but your wife did? I think. I don't know. She watched that TV show, that Containment or whatever, that everybody's watching now. Uh, I don't know. TV show? It's like a series. It's like uh, on Netflix or Hulu no or something. It's called like Containment. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Watch that one. Oh, is that good? I haven't seen that yet. I really liked it. Brandy did not like it. And but it's like kind of weird. Karen thought it was weird. Satirical yes. humor. So It is. It is. I don't think my wife would probably like Yes, Brandy either. was making fun of me because I was sitting there smiling the whole way through kind of laughing. Yeah, because it's that absurd kind uh, of yeah, satire. Yeah, and uh, she was like, this is just dumb. No, it's and funny. So it, it, it's different. It takes a different, yeah. Are you guys renting these online? Like where are you seeing them? They have a video uh, store down the street. Yes. It's, it's closed, video. isn't it? I don't know. It wasn't what I read in Parasite. I'm not sure. Um, I think Parasite's on like Hulu or Netflix. Yeah. Um, no, you have to rent sure. it. You have to rent it. Yeah. It's not like for free or anything. On Netflix? Correct. Yeah. You sure. can't rent it on Netflix. Netflix doesn't have that. Model. I saw it pop up on there. I saw Parasite pop up on something. Oh. They probably probably did because right now with all these things though going so on, where they're on kind Hulu. of almost. We can rent it. They're throwing uh, lots of these digital copies, though, on well, Amazon I know, and everything but else to buy. Those are like... So I'm, I would imagine that Amazon's... That one them. that... The Hunt or whatever? Like, I feel bad for that movie. Like, it got screwed twice. Yeah. But anyway, I was looking because it went direct to... It did. Digital. Was it Bloodshot or whatever it did? The Vin Diesel movie. Yeah, Bloodshot. I mean, it was too, there but, for a week and then... But uh, it's like 20 bucks to it rent is. it. 20 bucks to rent. 
I was like, man. It's because they're doing, they're testing that whole day and date thing. Like, yeah. if they release a movie in the theaters in, yeah, at home on the same day, you have to pay a premium. But here's yeah, the thing. If I were to, me, but it depends on the amount of people you have. But, like, no, it's going to cost him 50 what, bucks to take his family to go see it. That, so but, if I were to do it from home, 20 bucks, and I have a family of four watching it, hey, five bucks a person, that's not too bad. Right. But, yeah, we were talking about that, too. My parents, you know, and stuff. I mean, the two of them rent one for 20 bucks. Eh, yeah, I mean, I guess you're paying $10 for the comfort of my own home. Uh, you know, I mean, it's pretty much the uh, ticket going ticket price. You know, it's not. Yeah, no, I get And they're, it, you know, senior just... citizens. So, I mean, it's probably more expensive to them than going to the theater to see it. Yeah. But it was just me. Like, I don't think Barbara has any interest, interest yeah. in watching that movie. So I was just like, okay, I'll check it out. What is it? Five bucks? Ten bucks? Twenty dollars. Like yeah, I'm not paying twenty dollars to like watch too. a movie by myself. What they should do is just sell it to people for twenty bucks. Like, you own it. Uh, exactly. More people would I do would that. Thought. I would have thought that they would just say Because then people are like, oh, because that would like push people over. Oh, twenty bucks, but then I can watch it whenever I want. Whenever I want. As many times as I want. And do that type stuff. Because yeah. people pay 20 for something anyway. So. Yeah, the rental price right now is just too high. But they're experimenting right now. Yeah. Overall, see what they can do. I don't know. We have so much stuck. Because we, we got one of those Roku's. Mm-hmm. There's like so many freaking channels on Roku. I don't know what's There's on a lot. what anymore. Yeah. But the problem is with Roku is the fact that there's so many of them which you got to subscribe though too, you know, for some price. But as well. but yeah, but there's a lot. But there's of, a lot of free there's stuff. Several too. there's like what Crackle, yeah, Crackle. Free. There's yeah. a bunch of free ones. Tubi, I think, is another. Tubi, yeah, Tubi is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I could just, I could just sit down. I could just spend like a year just watching crap on streaming services and find uh, you're stuff probably right. Okay. Just because I like to watch like old stuff I haven't seen for a while, because I, I remember it being good, and I watch it and be like, oh, I'll watch. That was I'm stupid, and I'll watch stuff that's already out there on the web, you know, on YouTube channels and stuff like Geek and Sundry, where they uh, all yeah. that tabletop, you know, whatever. Yeah. But yet, oh wow, look, it's on a streaming channel that I can get on my Vizio or whatever else. Ooh, and I'll watch tabletop, and there'll be commercials in that, you know. <laughs> so it's just stupid stuff like this, you know. There's like so much content. Yeah. It's crazy. I was flipping around on one of those channels. Well, Voodoo. You guys have Voodoo? Yes. Yeah. They have a bunch of free stuff on there, too, with ads. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the one I was thinking of myself. Oh, okay. I think it was Voodoo where it had... I think that's where I was getting uh, Geek and Sundry and some other channels. Well, that's where I have like most of my digital movie collection. I have it like on Voodoo. And all of a sudden, like my Apple... like I used to buy stuff on movies on iTunes, you know? And I'd buy some on Voodoo. And I converted a bunch of my DVDs to Voodoo digital copies. Uh-huh. Well, then they somehow merged the library. So now I get like stuff I bought on Apple on my Voodoo. And I get stuff on, that I bought on Voodoo on Apple. Apple. Cool. So it's kind of cool. What else did I see? I watched the second Jumanji. Yeah, it was okay. If you like the first one, it's kind of more of the same. I never even saw the first one. I neither. First one's pretty funny. I mean, it's nothing great, but it's, it's, it's an enjoyable it's watching, actual sure. type thing. Yeah. It'll make yeah. you laugh. Yeah. That's, that, that was the thing. Was I haven't I felt, seen it. Ooh, I ooh, really felt I, I, saw, I saw something. What'd you see? James Silent Bob reboot. Did you watch that one? I've got it, but I haven't watched it yet. Did you watch it? No. Jay looks so fucking old. Is it good? So it was fun. I mean, if you like James Silent Bob, it's the same thing that you saw twenty years, thirty years ago. Yeah, I've got it. I just haven't watched it. It's amazing. A little bit part. How many guest stars they have? Because like Matt Damon's in it, Ben Affleck, I mean, just everybody who's ever been in a Kevin Damon. I used to, but I mean, anybody who's been in a Kevin Smith movie pretty much made a made a. A George Carlin didn't, and, and he's dead. Uh, I know, and uh, Princess Leia didn't. Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher, yeah. Carrie Fisher did, Probably but yeah, I know it's pretty good. I mean, he definitely puts his daughter in the movie quite a bit, which is always annoying. But hmm. but then they make a joke about it, so then it makes it okay. okay. But uh, 
But yeah, no, it was pretty good. I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, but we can get it. What I saw you? the Good Liar. The good, what's that? Uh, that one's with uh, Gandalf and Heron, okay. Heron or whatever. Oh yeah. In which yeah. they're two old people, you know, kind of dating or whatever. I mean, you can kind of see some of the plot twists though, by the way, in this one. In some yeah. respects. And it drags with because of sort of it's like they had to put ooh we need this movie to go about an uh, hour and forty five minutes we only got an hour's worth of material what can we throw in here for another forty five minutes so they like throw this whole weird backstory flashback thing that just I felt like took too long you know and crap so um, it's good acting because of course you got these two you know uh, longtime actors that are kind of in a lot of scenes together and everything and can play off each other real well but other than that I don't. The story itself, I didn't think it was all like strong. Yeah, I thought I saw something else, but it's all kind of. I want to see that lighthouse movie. I don't think you'll lighthouse. like it. Lighthouse, huh? I don't think you'll like it. I think I will. I don't think you will. I think I will. I think you'll hate it. I want to see it. Did you see the witch? Did he? That one. Yeah, that one. Did that? you see that one? I've seen it. What is it's it? so good. Oh fuck. What okay, is it? Whatever. You don't like it? I, I'm, I'm realizing I do not like horror films. Except for maybe funny horror. Did it come out it, recently? I, I thought it it's was... It's by the same guy who did The Lighthouse. I thought it was uh, not much... But it's on Netflix. It, it, uh, basically, if you've seen... Uh, what is the one of the kids out in the woods with the freaking camera? The Blair Witch, Witch Project? Project. This was a slightly better version of that, maybe. I don't know. It was. I like... Bad horror movies. This is like, not bad. This is good. Is but I awful. like good horror movies. You think movies, it's awful? But I also like I bad. did not like it. Well, I mean, even if you didn't like it, did you think it was well made? I, okay, that is a very good point. It is very well made. You okay, can tell that you. they have good production values, whatever the heck else. And it's it has the typical pacing of a horror film in a lot of ways. And like the way it's shot, like it's very it's not quite artistic, but it is kind of artistic. Like it it's is. done it's got and a really good atmosphere. Freaking good acting. Shit with it's it. got and that's some probably cool... another reason why it took me away. Because I'm like, do you want to be a horror film or do you want to be an it's art like film? It's like an artsy horror I know. film. So it's like an artsy horror film and that crap just doesn't work. I want my horror film to be either stupid fun or like shot in somebody's garage. You know, type things, you know, B-movie type of things a lot of times. This thing was like, I kind of want to be a B-movie, but I'm going to be an artsy, you know, gorgeous-looking B-movie, and it's horror. But, and like I said, I just, to me, it was like, ugh. Super good. The best thing, though, was I, I found that actress, though, the one that's from Split and Glass or whatever. I thought she did a really good job. The main girl? The main kind of girl, yeah, the, yeah. the whatever, you know, type thing. Huh. So, yeah. I'll have to. I mean, I like yeah, if you could give it a shot. I I don't know. I I was not a fan. I like but artsy. I, but my wife, I think, liked I like artsy. And I'm not a big horror person, so artsy horror is like right on my Must alley. be right up your alley. I'm not a big horror person either, and that's probably why. I, I watched never, it because the wife wanted to, and she, I think, actually ended up liking it. But I Well, yeah, because it's like, it's so funny. My wife is not a big horror person, and I turned it on, and she's like, now it like goes forward in time or something where it's not like old timey right i'm like oh no the whole movie is set like in 1700s she's oh, like time. oh I yeah start, i'm out <laughs> i did start watching that did you? i did i never finished i watched like the first five or ten minutes and right? then you fell asleep like me <laughs> no i just i was at work and i got busy and i never got back to it uh, good call because <laughs> the only thing my wife is less interested in in the horror is period pieces because it's an old... It's like a great mix. Yeah, because it's an old... <laughs> period piece horror. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> She's yeah. like... 
she's a witch or whatever. Like in the, she's who they, they make her a witch or who she does? is a witch. How do you know? You only watched the first the movie, five the minutes. The witch. I'm trying to figure out if we're talking about the same thing. Did you watch like the first five minutes? The last nothing happens in the five or five or ten minutes. It doesn't. You didn't realize that. They still the baby is all that. They still a baby. Oh yeah, the old woman like try to like. Do some weird shit to that kid. Oh no. Okay, whatever. I yeah, think, it's kind I of think freaky. I, I watched part of it. It's disturbing. Uh, I watched Terminator. Oh, I did see that. Dark, Dark Fate. Fate. Yes, I watched that Not one. Not good at all. What? See, I actually thought it was okay. So it was better than okay. I don't know about better than okay. Better than okay. <laughs> did you see the same? It, movie? it was a decent popcorn flick. It was, but it was just so. Not necessary. I would totally agree with that. It just did nothing. And it's just... It was just... I mean, okay, here's what's weird about it. So, like, I go in thinking, I just want a good, mindless, just fun action over the top, you know? Yeah. And it gave me that, right? Like, yeah. that's what it did, but I was still unsatisfied. Oh, really? So I went in yeah. with that expectation. It gave me exactly what I expected, but I was like... But maybe there's a little bit part of me that was like, I want more. I was hoping for a little bit more that it was going to be better. Yeah, so, and it wasn't. There. My daughter and I both thought the same thing, though. She was like, Yeah, it's kind of a fun film, but it was totally unnecessary. So, were either of you, like, when it first came out, everybody, there were several people that I talked to, and they were, like, extremely pissed off that they killed John Connors no, I didn't in care. the first no, five I didn't minutes. Care. And I knew that, too, because I'd read that. I, I don't know. I think I knew it. In and general. I didn't care. No, I, it didn't well, I mean, all the previews me. show that it's all the women are fighting exactly the right. Time. So, so I knew it was like a girl power that, thing, which so. is, I'm fine with. It just wasn't. So I guess because of that, I expected that something stupid happened, you know, or or whatever else. And so the beginning, you know, five minutes didn't surprise me. I think I was a little bit more surprised that the older Arnold that shows up there is the same one that did kill her son, you know, type right. thing. Yeah. Well, that thing... Because I was just under the impression that they had sent back, like, a whole shit ton of Arnold's and that one of them took him out and that she probably, like, killed that one at some point in time. Just Isn't that great, though? He's, like, a curtain so. guy or whatever. Was it a curtain... What was he? I don't even remember what that I don't remember. Yeah. But, um... Oh. But all the, like, fan service little moments were... Didn't... Fell flat for me, too. Like, when she's like, I'll be back, or something like that. No, that it didn't even know. it didn't even apply. That was in the trailer. So it was a good Terminator like, oh. movie. It was not a good Terminator. Whatever. Movie. You, you don't know. There's know. only been one good Terminator movie. T two. T two. Yeah. yeah. The first. I one don't was know good. though. It's That's good. It's T, dated though. T three is a fun. Film, I do like T three. I did like T three actually with that female. I don't know why people don't like T three. I actually enjoyed it. Good. We discounting the first. It is good. One. It's just dated. I just the first one recently, dated. and it's just especially when I watched up. it again with my kids because I was yeah. trying to set up Terminator. 2. Yeah, it doesn't. Hold so we watched the first problem. Terminator, and they were just laughing out the wazoo at that. And I was like, "Yeah, it is pretty funny now." It was great at the time. Oh uh, yeah, it was low yeah. budget, had a cool that's story. Right, it was fairly right. new, but but and then they watched T two, and they were all like, "Oh wow, yeah." yeah I mean, yeah, and that so that better. movie, you know, was like freaking twenty five years old or whatever. That movie aged fairly well, you know, and it still aged okay. Yeah, to that point, because my kids watching it like five years ago were were entertained by it, but yeah, the first one they just laughed at. Mm. So turn T two, they were like, that the, "It's a great movie, but it's uh, dated." Anyway, yeah, I did see Terminator, and it was, I don't know, just was, wasn't, yeah. wasn't for me. I would agree. I don't know that I thought it was the, 
That's I mean, it's not as it's not as bad as Genesis, which was like horrible. Did you uh, see Genesis? Yeah, Genesis was. Pretty it's not bad. as bad as that. It was a step up from that, but the it problem wasn't with Genesis a step was up the fact that. that they gave away the freaking big twist in the damn trailer, though. At least one of the trailers I had yeah. seen that Connor was bad and you know full of nanobites or whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> what well, the problem with the Terminator Dark Fate? So like the guy who directed it was the guy who did Deadpool, right? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's his name? Miller. Ken Miller. And he's, I mean, he did such a good job with Deadpool. And you're like, well, dude can make fun action movies, right? Yeah. Over the top. And he knows how to do it. So you had high hopes there. And then they got a, when they did that script, they got a whole writer's room. Even Warren Ellis, that he talked about how he was like called in and he like phoned in and he had his like this writer's conference to try and like spitball ideas for the movie. Hmm. So, I mean, they like assembled this like brain trust of like people to try and make it good. Hmm. Got a decent director. I just don't know how it went. How it, how it was so yeah, mediocre. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what the hell? So, anyway. It's hard to hard to do, especially with that franchise, I think, in general. But uh, I mean, It is done. I mean, I don't know why they... They should have just stopped at three. Uh, yeah. Or if they didn't stop at three, they should have just kept going with Salvation, where they jumped to the future and, like, yes. did a whole thing of that. Because at least that would be different. Yes. But instead of keep rehashing T2 over and over, it yeah. just doesn't work. Did you ever watch the TV series? Yeah, I did. Actually. Yeah, it did a little bit. Yeah, because it was not good. good. It was good uh, acting in there, you know, type stuff with uh, using Summer Glau. Summer Glau. Uh, yeah. What was her name? Lee it was Bradley okay. Or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was okay from what I watched in there. But it, it had tended to be the the chase of the day, you know, or chase yeah. of the week, you know, every single week, you know, type things was some overarching type stuff. But there's only, you, that's the problem with Terminator films in general. I mean, it's just yeah. basically the chase. And so yeah. now you're doing this thing and, uh, you know, then, yeah. then you try to make it as a weekly series where it's a chase now that's going over a full season versus just a two-hour film. Right. It's kind of hard to do. Yeah, it just always feels like they're just, it's just a rehash. They just don't... They just keep trying to make T2 over. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. With varying degrees of success. In some cases, yeah. So, whatever. What else did I see? I know I was just watching a whole, whole shit ton of movies that it seemed like there for... Well, part of it was my daughter came home for like a week and so she's my movie kid and so we cool. tried to like catch up on catch up on everything stupid movies although I think we ended up watching Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse again because that's like one of her favorite films of all time oh nice and I enjoy it it's got it's a good, good soundtrack look. and things so when does um when does Star Wars come out it's out yeah uh, the digital copy is out but I believe that uh, I want physical like, yeah like the physical stuff is supposed to come out the 31st <laughs> I think or next week here Aren't you yeah. just hold out for the nine movie set? I'm not going to say that. That comes out there. Money. I know. I want that one. Best <clears throat> Buy exclusive. Freaking 4K. $250. It's like freaking 24 <laughs> discs or something. I don't have 4K. Jesus I Christ. I mean, I have, I'm, I'm I this close. I don't have that kind of money. If it wasn't for the fact that we're in a damn pandemic and I have, I think the economy is going to crash, I would probably go buy it. You need to get a check from the government. That's probably true. And then I may go spend it on that. <laughs> to help revitalize the economy. Yeah, my portion. I just have to buy it online now because the store won't be open. Well, that's true. They'll, they'll probably take it out to, to wait. My car or something. You have to wait eight weeks for it to get shipped to you. Yeah, that's true too. And <laughs> sanitize all the cardboard and whatever. Right. Uh, all right, let's do plugs. Yeah, I better do some stuff. Number one. Did nice. you did you buy that because of Eminem? I do love Eminem. I'm like the biggest Eminem fan. You so are. I would pretty much buy anything Eminem did, but I like Joe Hill as well. But but, but, but in that, that, I'm not buying his other books. Yeah. So See, I I'm guess. I'm all in. I'm buying all of them. Are you? 
That's wow. cool. I might buy them in like trade, but not in single issues. But yeah, no, I'm a imminent junkie, so anything imminent I'll buy pretty much sight unseen. But Joe Hill was just kind of like an added bonus. But uh, um, this issue is all set up. Like, so they're basically, they start getting some, like, transmission from some ship that disappeared, like, many years ago, and it's in, like, Russian waters, and so they can't go salvage it, so they find, like, some kind of ragtag crew, kind of, to hire them to go do it, because they'll take the job, because it's, you know, risky, and they need the money, or something, you know, it's that kind of thing, so it's very, a lot of tropes, or whatever, and it's, like, all set up, but, I mean, it's imminent art, so, I mean, imminent setup is pretty good. And uh, it's looking to be like a ghost ship type of story or something. I don't know exactly what's going on. Like I said, there's a lot of exposition. Like you can see there, like there's just words and words and lots of talking. I mean, which is fine, but I mean, sometimes you got to find a better way to. I mean, sometimes you got to find a better way to do something. You like to read. You like to read. The only good part, the only good part is uh, Joe Hill's a pretty good. Uh, dialogue writer and so he gives each character a pretty good voice as they're having this exposition like he gives each character a little bit of personality and kind of helps um soften the blow a little bit or whatever and get you an idea of the crew and that kind of thing so yeah plunge okay number one is pretty good tangent here tangent because of the fact that it's joe hill though did you guys ever finish lock and key nope i got like 20 minutes into the first episode that's it never went back you didn't finish it either Uh, okay I actually got my sister and my dad to both watch it, and they really enjoyed it. My dad watched it. He yeah. liked it, too. Yeah. I need to. I need to finish uh, Hunter. Hunters. Hunters. And oh, I, I haven't finish, watched that one yet, either. And I need to finish um, Lock and Key. Actually, I need to finish Umbrella Academy. Yeah. I enjoyed Umbrella Academy. I did, too, actually. <laughs> oh, another tangent just popped into my head. Did you watch the Eric Larson? Yes, uh, I did. Hey, babe? I did. Okay. When? How long ago did that come out? Uh, I think it just came out Monday. Oh, okay. I'm in the middle of it. I uh, haven't finished it yet. Cool. They ask a lot of the same questions we asked him when we had him when we interviewed him. So, hey, cartoonist cafe, we did it first. Just, just saying. The first, like, five just nobody years. heard it. Five years. That's ago. true. Right. Nobody, nobody heard, heard it. it but... <laughs> Except for maybe them. That way, they knew what questions to ask. Probably because we did interview Jim Rugg and then we interviewed Larson, so he probably listened. Probably. Sure, that's where we got the idea. Well, it's nothing to do with interviewing Todd McFarland and interviewing Eric. I did just listen to uh, there. There was another interview with Eric Larson from on a podcast, like I don't know, maybe a month ago or so, and they really asked a lot about like his childhood and his dad and com. Oh yeah, it's like he's told the same story. He's told he's got to get tired so many times, but I'll listen to it ever. I love. I still enjoy it. So it's funny because before they did that, they did like a. They did an hour and like 15 minute... Of Savage Dragon? Sav- the miniseries, so just three issues. And so I was watching that today, or listening to it at work. I mean, they're like breaking it down panel by page by panel. And I'm like, wow, that's some in-depth Savage Dragon, dudes. They did that but I mean, they're like, look, the... they're like, they're like, oh yeah, this panel, I remember liking this as a kid and trying to yeah. draw it. And, oh yeah, he's really doing a Mignola thing here, you know. Oh, look at this splash panel or whatever. It's not a page, it's a panel... Oh, look at this background in this page. I'm like, wow, you guys are going deep. That was... I'm like, I love Savage Dragon, but even I'm like, how did you drag? I can read the three issues in like 30 minutes, and you're taking an hour and 14 minutes to talk about them? Yeah. 
I don't know. I, th- I thought about you, Don, how you can do a review and it takes longer than the actual reading. Reading the book. Than reading it. There's probably something better than mine, though. I guess somebody else's turn. It, there's probably something. I only have, like, two things. I think I have some family Although trees. Although, one thing will probably, well, probably talk about but for, I only like, read ten minutes. Three. And I don't even need to talk about it because you've talked about it. I, just I did? Brought along. Well, yeah. Um, a four came out, so... Four. I don't think I've read four. Maybe I have. Let me tell oh, you. How did you go through? Oh, Gideon I have four. Yeah. Did you read four? No, I didn't read four though. All right. So I don't. We don't need to talk. You about read it. like one through three. Yeah, that's all I had. When oh. I read them. Is that uh, what's his name, Lemire? Yeah, Jeff Lemire. Yeah. Huh. Number so, four, Family Tree. We're not this talk is. About. You're not even going to talk about it. This, but he, read he hasn't it. read it. So I this is how. Read it? No, I read it. But well, yeah, but he read one through three. You can talk about one through three. You did. Yes, it's about imagine. the little girl that actually turns into a tree. She's turned into a tree. She's a tree grown out of the Apparently her dad disappeared and he must have turned into a tree it's too. Groot's yeah, syndrome. I remember you talking and about And then his, uh, basically his grand, the, the girl's grandfather. Did you talk about issues though? I don't, I doubt it. And Don thinks I did so. I don't know. You anyway, probably did. Go back and check the video so of the this audio. Is, this is how busy I've been. How busy you've how busy been? How busy have you I been? I got... To ship my box of comics. Yeah. My new comics. Mm-hmm. The thir- Thursday before we moved. Yeah. So you haven't opened it week? yet? I opened it last night. Wow. Oh, that's right, pretty busy. Man. How can you not open your box of comics? I, I don't know. I just That doesn't even process. There. All right. I'll talk about this. I'll, everything that I'm going to talk about is the number one issue. Right. Undone by blood. Or The Shadow of a Wanted Man. Now, it's by Lonnie Nadler, Zach Thompson, and Sammy Cabela. Now, the only name that looks familiar is Zach Thompson. Is he the artist? I don't believe. I don't know. So while it's number one, did it come out like 20 years ago and you just kind of got to it? It just came out. I just got it out of my box. Are you a Western horror guy? No, I don't know why I bought it. It's Aftershock. I was trying Do to You get buy a lot Aftershock. of Aftershock? No, but I thought I would give him a chance and apparently And this is the it one that stood out. Blood in the title. You know, though, this looks like something that would be in the genre this I is like. Good. He's going to say how a, good it is. A western this, this is actually good type of thing. I could see. So, All right, so the books are and it's weird so like I read that and then I read Bang. Did you buy Bang? No. What? How did you not buy Bang? Uh, is that Aftershock or Star Horse? No, it's uh, yeah. Matt Kent. Yeah. It's Dark Horse. I bought that Black Matt Badge Kent. comic. Do you remember that one? Oh, yes. but this is so not Black Badge. This I got Burn, baby. Burn. Good. I anyway. do like Wilfred Taurus. Yes. Anyway, so this book starts out like a book. Like you're reading a chapter out of a book. It's like that chapter doesn't sound three. Good. And like Bang starts out with like a book. I was like, what the hell? Why is everybody putting books in their books? Now? Why are they putting books in okay, their books? Okay, so. It's not a book. It's just a couple extra words. It's a book, though. It's it says a, chapter three. It's a so. lot of extra words, All right. there, partner. It's a bold move for yeah. a first All right, issue. but here, you really want to no, 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 you go to the back. And it's in chapter four. Oh, my God. Yeah, you get chapter four. It's like four pages of chapter four. Jesus did you read that? Christ. I did. So it was that good. Wow. It was. Okay, so Undone by Blood. So it starts out. You're reading a western. Because you don't have any bag and board. You're reading. You're reading a western. Yes. About this guy who his. Uh, that starts in chapter three. It starts in chapter three. It does. Okay. Um, he's herding cattle, and he some of the cattle get away, but he, he doesn't like being. 
chained down. He likes being like out, whatever. So then you find out that it's, well, at first it looks like a dude, but it's a chick because she's like short hair. She kind of looks like a guy from the back. You see it from the back. But anyway, it's this girl that is reading this book and she's on a bus and she goes to Arizona, I think. And it's 1971. And so she goes to this little rinky-dink town in Arizona and she stops off and so then she walks into a bar and they kick her out and so she goes to another bar and there's this guy and he's sitting there bragging about I've lived here my whole life blah 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 and so she comes up and starts talking to him she's like oh yeah she's like you've lived here your whole life she's like well tell me about uh that family got that got murdered like I don't know five years ago or six years ago or whatever and so he starts talking about it and she's like apparently it was her family that got murdered hmm. and she's the only survivor so she's come back to this town to kill the person that killed that's responsible for of killing course. her family it's like <laughs> it's any good western right. you know it's revenge <laughs> driven so she things. starts lipping off in the bar to this guy and they end up kicking the shit out of her they beat the crap out of her take all her money and leave her for dead in the middle of the road and then at the very end, at that's like the end of the first issue, and the police show up, and she's like laying there in the road, and they're like, hop in, we're going down to the station, and that's like the, that's the issue. Hmm. The art's pretty cool. I like said, I liked it. It was a cool story. I don't know why I bought it. It just sounded cool, I guess. Which sounded I liked cool. it. It's good. It was a good first issue. I just... Cool. I'm, I'm always amazed by what you choose to buy at a previous because you know there's so much stuff in there. Oh, I know. And I'm like, why did he buy that? And I'm like, this doesn't seem like know. Don's. Type like of, of all the stuff yeah. that's in Aftershock, even. I mean, like I get an Aftershock book. It doesn't really none of that. That doesn't really jump out at me. Hmm. I don't know. But that's cool. I mean, I like Six Gun. It looks a little bloodier than that. But, you know, yeah. it's good. Six Gun. Heck yeah. That's cool. That's good. I think it's Scott's turn. Is it? These are for you to read. I'm not going to talk about them that way. We can just talk about them. I haven't read those. I just got them. You just got them too? Mm -hmm. All right. Because you're caught up on both those series, right? I think I am. I mean, does this one take place after the great doors opened up? It's like the first issue of the war. Oh, yeah. Is that 41 or 41? This is 41. I think I have 42. Do you? Okay. Well, I haven't Ooh, been to the comic store wow. in like a month, and now they're closed. Ooh, so. spoiler alert. Somebody <laughs> died. <laughs> they did? No. Okay. I don't know. Did I read that? <laughs> <laughs> did I read that? Okay, let's see here. I read Outer Darkness, Volume 2, The Castrophony Kestro- of Fate. Hate. There you go. Did you see Chew's coming back? I did not. <laughs> really? It is. It's coming back. Yay! It called C H U Chu. It's going to be about the sister. Yeah. Oh, Tony. Like spinoff. <laughs> yeah, Tony too. That's right. They're right. both Tony. Uh, All right, Our Darkness, Volume Two. Yes, you it's know, good, right? This is so much better than the first one. Right. The first one, the f- you were just kind of like on this edge, you know, type thing. Where it you're was like, almost good. There's a possibilities here, but uh, I don't know. This is very good. It still has a little bit of a problem of likable characters sure. overall. But you're starting to feel like, especially the uh, one alien down there in the corner, like she's maybe got some 
reasons for some things, uh, you know, as, as they're kind of filling these little backstory pieces. Well, you get to the, finally get this guy's motivational. You got like, his there's... motivation a little bit more, you know, and things. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, uh, some humor thrown in there, you know, and things. Uh, it moves at a blistering pace, I think. I don't know. Do you? Yeah, I think it moves pretty fast. And it's cool how there's, like, a couple different kind of stories, too. Like, they had that whole haunted house and space yes, thing. Yes, yeah. And, I mean, but yet they tied that into the larger narrative. Yes, you know, yeah, so. yeah. I agree with I you. Know. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty well done. Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely got some potential. It's it's kind of a neat idea. And I feel like, yeah, there's a bigger narrative here going on that uh, – it, it still, to me, bounces a bit on the edge of a knife, you know. Right now, I'm on that side where I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm digging this. But I also feel like it's something that I don't know how long you can carry out, though, either. Yeah, I see, like, you two know? more trades, maybe, Matt. Exactly. I think he could wrap it up I don't know that you can keep this thing going for, yeah. you know, several years. Because I kind of see where to... it's going, and I feel like just kind of develop that story. That's right. That's right? right. And just And throw it. these little side things in, you know, that are really quick. Like, say the yeah. nun one with the hot yeah, house. You know, it was correct. like a little one shot. You throw it in here and there, maybe, you know, or something, yeah. because it was like this humorous little feel, you know, type things. Correct. But overall, I, you don't need a whole bunch of those, you know, type things. You know, or another correct. tangent to go off on there. Yeah, I think if he was to drag this out like Chew, you know, I don't think it would work. I, I would agree with you. Yeah. But I think if he does like another trade or two... I think it'd be pretty, yeah. pretty tight. <clears throat> but yeah, I agree with you. Maybe I was just in the right frame of mind for it. I don't know, but uh, no, I had the same I, feeling. I was like, I the first like this trade was enjoyable. Was a little rough to start, and then as it got going, you're like, okay, I can kind of see potential. You know, I kind of, I'm kind of into it. Yeah. And by the second trade, you're like, all the kind of worlds built, you know. Yes. And so now you can kind of get into the characters and the motivation, and just kind of drive the story forward. A yeah. Bit. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was good. Um. Did you buy Outer, Outer Darkness 2 crossover? I did not. I did, and I started to read it, but I didn't get very far in it. But it probably makes no sense if you don't read Outer Darkness. Do you well, read Outer Darkness? No, I don't. Oh, God. But uh, it said, because I read like the first couple pages, and I was like... I don't understand maybe, this at all. Well, no, <laughs> I was like, this is like three issues. Maybe I should save it and read it all... At the well, same time. I'm wondering if the next Outer Darkness trade will include that in it or not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but know. It, it had a little thing at the beginning that said, this story takes place between Outer Darkness number 6 and 10, mm. and after 2 number 60, but also during 2 number 18. Hmm. I have no idea. That sounds that. confusing. That right, sounds I know. Very so. specific. Yes, exactly. It was like 18 or 6. It was like a numbered of an, a number of an issue. Probably and I'm, like, with the damn I'm like, do I need to go back and read two number like sixteen or eighteen? Like just to, speaking but, of John Layman and Chew, apparently Leviathan is never gonna finish. So you can just shred those issues if you want. Leviathan. Yeah. Well, now, the, doesn't he do the one like the green thumb or something weird too? Oh, Rob Guillory. No, that's Rob okay. does farmhand. Okay, okay. Did you read any farmhand? I did read about like the first. I don't know half dozen. To, Guess I need to, to give you the next. So I just didn't know if that was still going or not. Yeah, it's still going. He's it was a little he does like five side. issue arcs and then he kinda takes a little break and then he does some okay. issues. So, like most comics. It, it, it was borderline horror. Yeah, it is kinda horrorish. So Okay. Cool. Outer Darkness. Is it my turn? It, it is. Alright, so I read Crimes of Passion Batman. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Do you know why I bought this? No. 
Is it got a Greg Smallwood? Yeah, Greg mm-hmm. Smallwood does it. Greg Smallwood. He did the should, whole thing. Love no, he just did like seven, eight issues or pages. pages. Yeah. Um, and so I, I like Greg Smallwood's art. So I, I pretty much, too. and he doesn't do a lot of interior. So I pretty much follow him wherever he goes. But this was like ten bucks. Yeah. It's an eighty-page giant, but he only did like eight Two pages. Pages. because oh, okay. there's like ten stories in it, and so each story is like a different sort of Batman character. Yeah. And so Riley Rossmo did one of them nice. too, though. But the Smallwood pages are like super great. I mean, I like his style. I just kind of enjoy his. Is that him? Yeah, that's him. Right yeah, that's what I'm gotcha. showing you. There. Yep, right there. But yeah, he on. just he has such a like. I feel like he spends time and makes sure every like panel is perfect. You know what I mean? The, the problem like, is the he has of... such a simplistic look, but yet there's an incredible amount of detail like, there with it. I, I don't yeah. know how he balances it so well. You know, yeah. where these such clean lines. He's but... very. It, at least in those pages, briefly looking at them from here, they're very like um, Sean Phillips e. Yeah, I see that. I also see a lot. Of, you know, he always said he likes Nexus and Steve Brood. I see a little Steve Brood Steve in there Brood. too, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, and then Riley Rossmo did a story. It's got a certain classic and then look, though, too, after you get through Smallwin and uh, Rossmo, yeah. the okay. creator list gets pretty very so. <laughs> like I would know. <laughs> the artists go down from there. Not bad. Like Mike Norton does a little a story, and then some other people who I don't really know their names. None is of the it, art is bad. Is it Bat Pug? No, it's not Bat Pug. Oh. None of the art is bad. The one issue is that I guess I should have paid more attention, but it says DC Universe Crimes of Passion. There's only like one Batman story in here. Um, the rest are like. Uh, Catwoman. Within Gotham, but you got like, you know, a Catwoman story and a Green Arrow, Black Canary story, Plastic Man story. Um, it's a fun little so comic. A Nightwing, Batgirl story. Yeah, I'm not a big anthology you, guy is the problem. To, a question story. And, yeah. and check out Plastic Man so, you've read never. I don't know, 10 bucks for an anthology about a bunch of characters I don't really give a crap about with creators who I mostly don't care about. Right. Mm. So you yeah, paid, you paid a dollar twenty per page of Greg Smallwood. Pretty much. Yeah, so is that how the math? Works? I got a discount, I, I think. But yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't a great investment on my part. But really, I mean, I don't think there's any other way to get these pages because it's not like they're gonna collect them in a trade or anything. I'm sure it'll be a digital online. Well, yeah, but I mean, the digital book probably cost ten bucks too. <laughs> so anyway, that was my. Uh, the Smallwood pages were nice. The Riley Rossmore pages were really nice. And the other stories were okay. They were just very superfluous. I didn't, they did nothing for me. Hmm. I mean, I don't even know how they pitched this book. It's like, hey, let's do a Crimes of Passion book. We'll do like a 10-page anthology of like different DC Universe characters with like a love theme or something. It's like, okay. I mean, why? Why does this book exist, Don? Other than to get me to spend ten bucks, that's why. That's it. People, yeah, they want to make money to get people to spend ten bucks. Yeah, I blame Dan DiDio, and I'm glad he got fired. No, I'm just kidding. Wow, wow, just kidding. I'm sorry, Dan DiDio got fired. Speaking of John Layman, John Layman, more John Layman, the man who at a legend. Uh, effed up time. Effed up time. More aftershock. Is yep. it like an aftershock type of week? It must have been. Hmm. Man who effed up time. Man, I can't wait to hear about this one by yeah. Carl Mostert. Yeah, this one wasn't like it. It didn't. 
like it wasn't the greatest, but it's a time it it's a time story. Hey, how about that? So mm. there's a so there's this the main character, he's like a lab assistant and he's working in a lab and they have perfected time travel. There's like course. a two two guys and a girl and apparently he that that guy was like so him and not the older scientist guy, but the younger one, he's always picking on the, the main character. And um, so in the backstory, you come to find out that... Yeah, paper is this. The book won't even stay shut, dude. Yeah, I don't know. And they were like, both of those issues are like cardstock covers. Yeah. They were like four ninety nine. Oh. Instead of three ninety nine, was there an option for a non card? I guess not. Because I, I noticed know. like the goon has yes. like a card stock for like four ninety nine right. or and, like a regular and DC for three ninety nine. But I don't. And think I'm like, there was on this I'll one. take the three ninety nine. Right. Thanks. Why would I pay an extra dollar for card stock? Right. Exactly. That's do I I'm give at. a crap if the cover is card stock? But anyway, um, yeah, I don't care either way. Um, so maybe if you're going to get it come, signed or something, I don't know. Come to find out he has a bad day. So he goes to the bar to have a drink and this guy comes up to him in a hoodie and he's like telling him about how he can change his life. And it turns out that it's him. Oh yeah. You don't know, of course. You don't know if it's him from the future or him Hooper. from the past. You don't, he doesn't say. Well, if it's from the past, he wouldn't have the time machine yet. Would he? Wouldn't he remember doing it if it was I, from the past? I don't know, man. It's, I'm no time travel expert, I, but that seems kind of obvious. Right. So anyway, he tells him. You don't know your terms. He's like, very here, well, take this. He's like, take this and go back to the lab. Apparently not. He liked And fit. go back in time. <laughs> go back in time for a week and try this out. And your life, I promise you, your life and my life are going to be better. And so he's like, okay, sounds good to me. But if he does that, then wouldn't he, he not go back in time to tell him to make it better? And then it wouldn't happen. He finds out. Again? I mean, you find out during the story that he was actually, him and the other guy that they that, that don't get along, they were actually in college together. And he's a rich kid, and so his parents paid for his his schooling and... He ended up having to drop out, and the guy that got the job that he wanted basically wrote his paper on his ideas. So he feels burned, like, this guy, I should be where this guy is. Mm -hmm. Because he's also dating his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> so hmm. his ex-girlfriend is the lady that works in the lab. It's just going out with him now instead of just going out with the other guy. So he's like, okay, fine. And so he goes back into the lab after hours, goes in, goes back a week in time. And uh, he decides to, he, there was something on there that they said that he had given him directions to do. So he did that. I don't remember what it was. And then he goes and he buys flowers for his ex-girlfriend and says, hey, let's give it another shot, blah, blah, blah. And then just because he can, he goes and buys a lottery ticket with the winning lottery numbers for that week for like a hundred million dollar jackpot or whatever. And then he goes back and he steps back in and time's all effed up. Everybody's, the man who effed up time. Everybody's walking around with uh, the stovepipe Lincoln hats. Oh, yeah. And there's like a big temple, like an Aztec temple, and it says King Lincoln the Sixth. And apparently... Whatever he did, um, really, at the time, it, it saved Lincoln 
so Lincoln was never assassinated, and then eventually he became King Lincoln, and this guy who's King Lincoln the sixth is like his great descendant. He's like his descendant, and so then it has some cool um, little uh, back matter. It has like a Wikipedia page. Like a spoop Wikipedia page about yeah. the assassination, the attempted assassination of Abraham Lincoln, and I don't know. It it was okay as far as like a time travel story. Like it didn't, it wasn't like the greatest thing I've ever read, and I can't wait to read the next one. But I've already ordered the next three or four, and I think it's a limited series, so I'll finish it. But maybe it'll get better. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't like oh my god, this is the greatest thing since Back to the Future. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like you and Terminator. It's like, you gotta wow me. I've already seen time travel. Yeah. 50 million times. You gotta put a spin or you gotta wow me or something. But then again, maybe this is somebody's first time travel book and they loved it. I don't know. Maybe. There's I'm just somebody. old and I've already read everything. You've heard the time travel stuff. Yes. But uh, it was John Lehman. That's why I picked this. That's why I picked this one up. It was gotcha. John Lehman and it sounded like an interesting concept. Let me posit a theory slash scenario to you, okay? So John Lehman's at the convention, right? And the Aftershock guys come up and say, hey, picture's a book, dude. He's like, well, I got this cool Outer, Outer Darkness book, but I think Image is going to publish that. I got another idea, though, about this guy who messed up time. It's like a time travel thing. You get, would you guys be interested in that? It's like, yeah, I don't really have an artist, but I can find somebody. Okay, okay, sure, yeah. Yeah, it's like I mean, I mean, I'm really going to be focused on Outer Darkness in this Leviathan book, but I, I could throw you in guys an idea or something, you know? On the side where I'm doing the Charlie's Angels dynamite thing, I can I can throw something together. Yeah. I feel like Aftershock this, is like is like images like cast-offs, like this the things that Image passed Angels, on. Though. That's true. But I feel like Aftershock is like all the pitches that Image said no to. Did you get that sense as well? Not really. Like Image is like... No, nah, I don't I think, think we want to do that. And they're like, okay, let me go to ask Aftershock because they need stuff. No. Oh, yeah, they're in. But I, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it no. is done. But yeah. I think, because I I think it was, I don't remember who it was we were interviewing. We were interviewing somebody at one time. Yeah. And I and they said, said, why don't we, everybody just publish their books right. at Image? I said, why doesn't everybody just publish their books at Image? Do you remember who it was we were talking to? I think it was to? CW. We never interviewed him, did we? I don't know, maybe not. But anyway, I was like, and they were like, well, you know, I don't like to put all my eggs in one basket. I mean, I got really good working relationships with this company. Yeah. And then I can do stuff over here. Sure. And it's like, you know, it, you know, spread spread it around so that, you know. No, like, I get that. You want to kind of spread it out. And so I you think don't have that's what Aftershock really is. I mean, because, I mean, I've been, I listened to a few um, of the, uh, uh, what are the, uh, Word Balloon. And I think, like, Jeff Lemire did, like, a cool story for them, and... Maybe. I think I don't remember Aftershock. Lemire doing anything with Aftershock. Jeff Lemire does spread his stuff around. He's got stuff at Dark Horse, he's got stuff at Image, he does stuff at Valiant, and he does stuff with, um... What was that that I was going to say? Dark Horse? I said Dark Horse. Okay. What's the other one? Um, why can't he... Oh, uh, the... The TKO Studios. He That's what I was that. wondering. Maybe I'm getting it confused with TKO. TKO. Maybe he yeah. did something with. The, did he do like a space? Yeah, he did it was like, like a space thing with. The, it was like a single graphic. Okay, that's yeah. TKO. Then it's not. Yeah, uh, not it's Aftershock. not. I don't think Lemire did anything. Lemire did anything with Aftershock. Probably not. I'm not. But I know Garth Ennis did. Yeah, hmm. and so did. Um, so did. Uh, Warren Ellis did a book. Yeah. So I mean. A walk. 
through hell, I read it. No, shipwreck. He did a walk through hell? Wasn't that... I think that was Ennis, maybe. I don't know. I don't think Ellis. Oh, Ennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, their initial burst... Aftershock, their initial burst, they did have some good craters lined up. I feel like after a year... Not that the craters aren't good. They're just not A or B list. Yeah. about that? They're writing that... uh, Apparently that and John Layman's a pretty good crater, but I'm saying I think he. But they're giving. I think giving he's him giving him their his his like ideas stuff. that sure he didn't want to do an image sure. Well, I mean, baby, they're riding baby teeth, and that book's pretty much wrapped up, isn't it? I don't know, but don't that's know. Donny Cates, and I he's know, but huge he's now. mostly doing stuff with and Marvel then, now. I don't think right. he's doing his baby teeth much I anymore. Think he still is, and then well, he comes got, out sporadically. You've got the Colin Bunn. I mean, with that, uh, is a dark arc or whatever that I don't yeah. Think Colin Bunn's got a b- couple books, but he's got books everywhere. He's got stuff with oh, Dark Horse. He's got stuff with Oni, and I feel like he takes his best stuff to Dark Horse or Oni, and kind of the stuff that kind of he just wants to kind of throw at the wall and see what sticks. He takes to well, Aftershock. I think, I think Dark Arc's really stuck because it's up into like three or four trades. I mean, it's got to be up to like issue 20 or something. I think you're on crack. Look it up. All right. So, All right. Anyway. What's Scott? Just an idea. I just a thought. I didn't know. Scott is in board. You apparently are not so sure. Black Hammer. Oh, he Black Hammer. Hammer. <laughs> is this this all is of- the best binding I think you've ever done. I didn't bind it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice black hammer. Boom for black hammer. Stuck on your leg. Look at that. Oh. So this is like what? All 20? Fuck, I don't know. It's a hell of a lot is what it is. Did they do 12? Well, they did like 12 and then they did another 12. Did they did annual and 12 an annual and they did like 10 or 12 or something. I think it's another 12. Yeah, it probably is. It's a hell of a lot in there. Um. So, I knew the premise of this a bit. Because, and you read part of it before. Right? And I had read some part uh, of it. I don't even remember. Is there Because there, there's other offshoots, so I don't know if maybe I There were. And you might have read one of the offshoots. That's what I'm thinking I may have done. There's I didn't buy like the offshoots. Five or six minis. They're doing yeah, one right now. Yeah, there's quite a few. There's one coming out right now. So, Skull, <laughs> Skull Digger. And then there's another one, the Captain. Barbalian or something. Uh-huh. No, no, that's probably that, true. Yeah, but there's the one for the... Uh, would you say... They're doing one with the old... The, oh uh, yeah, the, like, Frankenstein skeleton, uh, Sherlock or whatever Sherlock Frankenstein. Well, they did. No, they did, did, one, no, they did the, the, the old guy who's all confused. It's crazy. starting to come. Oh, it has, it's not weird, out yet. Captain Correct. Weird. And they just solicited the Barbalian uh, oh, kids okay, of the series. Okay, okay. But anyway, yeah. Regardless, regardless, this is the core book. Yeah, yeah. So you, some plus and minuses. It's got like the, the how, how would you put it? The the interesting thing is that he's throwing a lot of ideas or, or he's putting stuff into a book that I feel like has a lot of, of tributes or what would you say references to a whole other ton homages of yeah, there you go yeah. type things I mean because I almost feel a little bit in some respects like there's a little Astro City maybe type of thing you know with you know sometimes when they do the flashbacks to the what was going on in what the hell is their city you even named hell I just read the name oh, yeah. it starts with an S but I think or something but um you know, you got some of that. It's trying to throw back to the, some of the feel of a golden age of comics, you know. Then he's throwing in his dark humor, you know, and things. And, and trying to keep you guessing and and uh, other stuff. It, it's enjoyable. I will put that, you know, type things. It, but because of so much of the fact that it's trying to do almost a reimagining of some things that have been done before in some cases. I think sometimes it 
I don't know. For me, it had a little bit of a struggle of trying to be fully unique. Does that seem right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it is in its way. It's the Justice yet, League. But yeah, I mean, well, but I there again, it it's, another, it's another person doing a Justice League homage, almost in a way, but, you know, trying to use some different other ideas, you know, and stuff. So at the end of the day, it's still a superhero team, you know, that used to save some world that, you know, had people and they had some big baddie, you know, and then goes to, you know, there's other little things, you know, like to this, almost the Shazam, you know, type, you know. It's got all these little references, you know, to this type of stuff, trying to reimagine it in some ways. So, but because of that, the, you know, it, there again, it's it's retread type of waters in some way, just trying to reimagine. And it's it's good, you know, type stuff. It's definitely above average, you know, and things. And yeah, I had no problem reading it. I enjoyed it. But at the end of the day, it almost felt like, it felt uh, to me, especially the first half, the first twelve issues, like a freaking cat. You know, are you playing with a cat? You know, type thing. Is what that? is the mystery of the farm? You know, type yeah. things. Holy shit! Did he drag that damn thing out? <laughs> then the problem was was once the time once he fi- you finally know that, then the series goes really almost freaking you know bohemian or something you know in some yeah. ways and kind of goes off onto the, its own little weird rails, which I was like, I think I get it. I don't know, but it was like. You just didn't really know what to do. I don't know. It's just really odd, I felt like. But maybe I wasn't fully satisfied. Maybe I I understand what he was doing with it. But it just got to, like you said earlier when we were talking about, you know, the the witch or whatever, you know, kind of into that arts realm, you know, of things. Uh, I felt like it maybe got into that by the time it was getting to the end where it was like, ooh, I've got to be, you know, this next level of smart or something like that with with over this. But maybe that's that's too strong of a word, you know. I mean it was trying to be like a next level of maybe art or something like that with it. Scott's you know? trying to tell us that he liked Black Hammer, but I really don't think he liked Black Hammer. <sighs> I think I, he I liked it, it but I, I think... enjoyed it, but I don't know that I was fully satisfied with it. Gotcha. Didn't quite stick it. That's right. Yes. It's all there. Yeah. I, well, I haven't the, read it. I haven't read it all together, like in the book. Like I read it as it came out. You know, mm-hmm. I had it bound, but I haven't gone back and reread it or whatever. But uh, I just remember the first series. I was like super into. Like I get what you're saying that it was like, um, it's not super original with the characters or the, all that stuff. You know, but I felt like it was executed so well that I enjoyed it so much. I didn't care that it was sort of a, a retread. It was kind of familiar in yeah. some ways. It wasn't super original in that way. The characters, but. I just felt like it was so well done, and I just enjoyed it so much that I didn't care. I think there's a lot of that, because the writing is so strong on the characters. I would yeah, totally exactly. agree, I felt especially like like for really that good. first dozen issues, you are spot on. The character development, the just the overall writing, the interaction, the world building with it, it really is good. It really is well done. I think my only problem at all with it was the fact that I just felt like he was toying with you and yeah just dragging out that almost a, a bit yeah. bit of a, a long yeah time with this mystery you know type things to the point that it was almost aggravating by the time you got to those last couple of issues especially when black hammer's daughter shows up you know yeah. it's like what really you know yeah. type of thing where it was like okay we're gonna twist you know put this mystery out there a little bit longer you know type thing um but yes, I, I. But on the flip side of that, I think there's a certain aspect of 
really good writing there because of the fact that I am interested in this yeah. mystery and I want to see where it goes, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever else, you know, type stuff. So, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely with you there on it. Um, I, I think maybe because of the, the, the drag out of the mystery, it did cloud me a little bit to that point of going... Uh, I'm a little aggravated here, you know. So yeah. And then, like I said, once you finally got to the, the first, the next series, you know, once you get in there, and it starts really going. I mean, it's flying, and it's just boom, 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 and it's really good, you know, too, especially as it's leading up, and it's telling you, breaking it down, and you're giving that whole, you know, spiel of, you know, it's like the, you know, the mystery writer, you know, giving the spiel of the whole thing, you know, all of a sudden. But that happens in, like, about, what, issue six, I think, of the second yeah. series or something. So you still got like the next chunk of the issues to go. So once the big surprise is given, then it it just kind of floats into a little bit of a strange area where I wasn't quite as satisfied, I think, in some ways. Yeah, like I said, I haven't gone back and read the whole thing, so it'll be interesting to see how I enjoy the second half because I did feel like it was more plot-driven and not as character-driven, and so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, perhaps, but I mean, even the plot is just kind of weird. It's very I think out there. It, yeah, very in, the, kind of, in the last half of that, yeah. that second series. At least I thought. But then again, I tend to be a more, um, I don't know if it's analytical, but, you know, I like maybe being spoon-fed in some respects. I mean, I want to be, I like to have a little bit of that itch-itch, you know, type things. You know, Morning Glories, I like that because it's like, you know, it's giving you a little bit of a mystery. It's giving some things that are in a background of maybe you know some yeah this, but you want it all to come together but you want sense. it all to come together and at the a end you know make sense that's right with a clear concise method i can still even put up with some mysteries but you know i guess part of my problem is that by the time you get to the other the end there or that last half it starts almost trying to break that fourth wall in some ways yeah. but yet it doesn't do that you know so that's where it kind of gets me because it's like almost taking then the medium and trying to change, I guess, in some respects. Maybe not yeah. the medium, but maybe the the narrative, I guess, in a way. Well, so many writers say, like, well, it means whatever you want it to mean, or you should interpret it your own yes. way. And I'm like, no, I mean, definitely I should have my own interpretation, but it needs to have a clear, concise, you know, something, too. Like, it's that fine line. It's like you want it to be to where it can be something different for every person, but you also want it to be... Uh, firm and obvious and you know clear yeah yeah which and i think that's what really great writers do is they make it like to where you can take from it different things but at the same time it is totally fully developed and not like you know loosey-goosey yeah you know well overall though you're right i tend to like those type of homage type of you know stories you know that are trying to take stuff that we are familiar with and throw a new spin on it and i think this is very it does it well mainly because i think lemire is a very good writer i yeah i tend to gravitate more towards the writers that i like and i i do think that he's a uh, one of the better ones he still does very well with this i just felt like i and i think maybe that was the case maybe because of him i felt like I, there should have been a little bit better uh, stick of the landing you know type thing and it's not bad by any means it's just not maybe what i yeah was satisfied enough with and, and like I said, I think part of it was, was I felt like he took this mystery out a little long, longer than he should have. But at the big scheme of things, I think it was probably a good thing, even from his writer's perspective, because by the time I got there, I was probably almost as aggravated as the little damn girl, you know, type thing of going, <laughs> get me the hell off this damn farm, you know, type things, which is, you know, a sign of kind of good what he was trying to do as well with it. So, 
That's funny. Yeah. Cool. I read The End, Captain America. So every once in a while, Marvel does these end books. It's like the last story of this character type of thing. And this is The End, Captain America. And I bought it because it's by Eric Larson. Speaking of. Oh, my God. I bought that. I haven't read it yet. So it's a very straightforward, very Kirby-esque, which you would Mm -hmm. expect from Eric Larson, you know, Captain America story. He's definitely homaging that second Captain America Kirby run, you know, just kind of crazy over the top, you know. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I enjoy it. Like I said, I like Eric Larson. I like Captain America. Um, I like Kirby, so. (laughs) So it's just But, I mean, it's a fairly. Hit on all. So, I mean, it's a fairly straightforward story. It's like the end of the world, the Red Skull somehow. Come has back. somehow kind of come back to life, and his his blood or his stuff has infected everybody, and it's like a global pandemic. No, no uh, analysis required, but um, basically everybody's like turning is getting infected and turning into a Red Skull clone, like crazy people, and so he's basically fighting against that. It's kind of like a, a sort of uh, I Am Legend type of thing, you know, mm-hmm. where like everybody's kind of like chasing him, and he finds like a little group of people who he teams up with and tries to solve the mystery of how to fight back this infection or whatever. So, yeah. I don't know. It was fun. It was good. The art was yeah. cool. I'm, but, I mean, I want to, I'm looking forward to reading that. I love Eric Larson. Pretty so. simple. On the front cover of that, or when you open that on the inside, have you read that one, Strange Academy, or are you getting that one? Oh, I didn't order or anything, but yeah, it looks fun. I'll probably I just wondered, on being the, Scotty Young and Humberto uh, Ramos. Ramos, yeah, I thought that yeah. one of you two would be picking it I'm up. I'm sure that's fine. I, no, I didn't. No? no. Really? What? I'm not into this kid. It's, kid it's like stuff? a kid academy. I'm not, I don't know. Okay. okay. I mean, the yours, creators... But it, but it sounds creators. like it'd be right up his alley. I know, right? Huh. If only well, I'm sure I'll read it. I just didn't buy it. Um, You're just waiting for the trade, huh? Well, no. I'll just buy it. I'll just <laughs> it on Marvel Limited. I don't yeah, buy a lot of Marvel books on Marvel. Marvel. He reads it on Marvel. I, just read, I, just, I can wait six months. Speaking I have other stuff to read. Cool. Well, you have to let me know what you think of it, because I've... I follow uh, Scotty Young is uh, what is it hot mess or whatever type. Oh yeah, I do too. I'm gonna. And I know, of course. Actually, it's uh, you know he's been talking that one up. You know, theory yeah, he's pretty excited about it. I think it'll be good. Well, you guys probably knew a long time ago, but I was reading through previews, and apparently, Middle West is ending. Eighteen. Yeah. There's one more trade. No kidding. I think you maybe mentioned that last time, though. I thought I did mention yeah. that on the podcast. Maybe. I think you did. I you just don't, don't listen to me. I don't listen when you talk. It's true. It sounds familiar when you mention that, but. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, I'm not gonna. I have a bunch of single issues, but I don't really remember most of them. But I will oh talk God. about is Oblivion Song going on? only because 24 is like the end of the arc. It's like the two year mark, and they're gonna take like a short like. You two, should just two go ahead and break. do another one. I didn't want to do a review or anything. Well, I'm just trying to space it out. Mine was go for fast. it. I have nothing else. You're anyway. fine. But uh, Oblivion Actually, Song 24 it about. ends. Uh, it kind of ends this arc and some cool stuff happens. You know, at this point they're like back in the world and there's these like I don't know if they call them faceless men or something, and they're trying to rescue some people out of there. And the faceless men are trying to figure out how to get to our world, and you know, leaves on kind of like a big cliffhanger as Kirkman's kind of do. But it's Does it's it a nice really? good kind of breaking yeah. point because I mean it's. I mean, he'll collect these into big hardcovers with 12 issues. Yeah, he already did. The solicited the first one. Did he do the first 12 issues? So uh, I think it just... But yeah, I I mean, this book is still really solid. Oblivion Song... It's solid? Okay. That's always the thing I felt with it. It was solid, but it's just not that upper tier of his stuff. It's just not Invisible or Walking Dead. That's right. I don't know if anything is going to be at this point. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm really not... Well, what was the other one that he did about the extras? 
type stuff. What's that? The exorcism type thing. Oh, Outcast. Outcast. I would say I liked Outcast myself, and I don't know that I. I like Outcast ending too. And Oblivion Song. I just solicited like the last issue, I think. Uh, I liked them about the same. I would say they're both pretty just solid books. Kind of like at this point, kind of like (laughs) Mark Miller. Like his stuff is all pretty solid, you know. Like not like when I read his books, I'm never like blown away. It's the greatest thing I've ever read, but. You know, okay. Kirkman is just that kind of solid writer. He is. is disappointing. Yeah. And he gets great artists to collaborate with because he can pretty much get whatever artist yeah. he wants. Well, but he's, so, he knows how to write. And he knows how to pace. And he That's knows, right. He's got he his own little pacing, formula. He knows character development. He knows yeah. dialogue, you know, type things. And, I mean, even the... It used to annoy me in The Walking Dead where you just have a page full of freaking words and it'd be like, oh, fuck. But, I mean, it was fairly engaging, you know. Yeah. Uh, stuff that's in their conversation. And he does the same thing with movies. I like words. But, like, it's kind of like Marvel movies. Like, when you see a Marvel <laughs> movie, like a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, like, they're all they're kind of similar. They have the same kind of humor. They have similar mm. pacing. I mean, they're a yeah. little bit of variation, but you kind of know what you're... I feel like Kirkman and Miller are kind of like that. Like, they have their formulas, and they kind of stick to it fairly well. They don't really deviate too much. And yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with the book. So I like it. I enjoy Kirkman. I'll probably keep buying it for until it ends but uh it's good enjoy it that's good sorry i just thought i'd knock out two quick ones oh you're fine keep on going don just finish them off (coughs) as you spread whatever virus you get i know right all right well i'll talk about bang bang baby freaking good a great fucked up blend of james bond and tintin yeah Huh. It was so it? funny. You see who it is? Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Well, I mean, hell, that right there means I better buy it. <laughs> Quick aside, Wilfred Torres, I follow him on like Instagram, you know, and he posted something about Bang. Some dude got on there was like, yeah, I thought it kind of was lame. I thought the art was kind of, your art was kind of flat or nothing. Blah, 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 and it's like, who are you? Right. <laughs> but anyway. I was shut up. Nobody so spoke. he blocked that guy. Right. <laughs> this was good. So I... You this, enjoyed it? This issue was kind of spoiled for me because I... Was I it a great listen. blend of James Bond and Tintin? Well, I'm not big on Tintin, so I don't really know that much about Tintin, but it is very James Bondish. Oh, it's is cool it? Okay. Yes, it's, it's straight. Kent, it's, though, isn't it? it's straight James Bond, pretty Which much. Which doesn't surprise me. But Kent, he's African-American. Kent right. likes those kind of... Okay, so... With the spy-ish spy, he's very... Yeah. With the spies. Yeah. He is. But when so, you mix Boy Scouts and spies, does one? It didn't work too well. I went... Um, I listened to a word balloon with Matt Kent, and they went into this first issue. So the there's like... At, at page like five or six, there's like this huge thing that would have been like, holy shit. Spoiler. Except I already knew about it. Well, so, so anyway, so basically, this is... It's a James Bond type character, and um, but the the deal with so he goes in, he's fighting. I think they're called like Gold Maze or whatever, you know, and um, you know, the bad guys. And it's you know he's James Bond. He's sliding down the thing, and they're shooting at him, and he's bouncing bullets off with the briefcase, and you know he gets the briefcase, he escapes the bad guys, he gets to the yacht. And the his love interest or whatever lady, whatever Banny, I think is her name. She's waiting for him, and he's like, "You're not supposed to be here. That's against protocol." And just like, she like drops the thing, and he lays down, and she pulls out a gun and blows his head off. 
And that's like the big, because it's like James Bond just got fucking killed. You're like, holy crap, this book is supposed to be, what is this book about? What and is so, it about, Don? And so then, Dang. yeah, and so oh. then, like, it just goes into the next page, and it's the same character's name, but it's a black guy, and he's a lot younger, and he's, it's M-I-X, which I'm assuming it's M-I-10. Okay. Is the name of the, the okay. British government, whatever. And so this guy is like, he's like, so he's just the next I can't guy. remember. Yeah, he's like, the, but he's the same guy. He's like James Bond. I right. can't remember the guy, the agent's name. It's like Nord. Double O nine Nord or something. I can't remember. Ten. But uh, no, it's not. So is he a clone? <clears throat> no. So basically, they kind of yeah. get into it a little bit because then he's like on this mission and he thinks he's the dude. Oh and they're like, he thinks he's James Bond. And they he goes to the bad guys and they, they spray like this, they hit him with like a fear gas or something, you know, like, and they're like, don't you think it's kind of weird that like you're James Bond and like you have memories of, you know, yeah, he keeps fighting. saying James Bond. His name isn't James Bond. No, it's... Book, it? It's fine. You have to look. I just it's, it's, no, it's... I don't know his name. I think it's like Nord or something. Oh, that's cool. All right. Sorry. But they're like, don't you think it's kind of odd that you have... That that you were fighting so-and-so like in the 60s? And then you have memories of fighting so-and-so like in the 80s? And you're like 30? <laughs> and it's 2020 now, so like you weren't even born? In the 60s, and so basically is what it is, is they they bring in a new agent and they download the memories of the previous agent, of the previous agent into this guy. Mm -hmm. And so the bad, the well, he's not a per se bad guy, but he gets a hold of this guy and he's like, I guess, breaking the cycle or whatever. So it's kind of like... Um, you know, this program, that's what they do. They bring one of them, they die, and then they bring in a new one, and they just download all the memories of the old agent into this guy. And it's not, the imprint is not working on this agent. And, mm -hmm. and that's where the first, he kind of realizes that he's not that guy. I should and do that with where, engineers. That's I'll where take it the ends. from one engineer and put on the new engineer. Right. And then I'll have like a new so, engineer. And it, the the first issue was really cool. I like the artwork. So I thought it was great. Yeah, Wilford Torres is great. He did the Jupiter. Um, he did one of the Jupiters, yeah. Yeah. The one really? that was about the old guys. Huh. Because you remember Jupiter... Um, Ascending. And, no, no, that's, no, that's, the, that's movie. the movie. That's a dumbass movie. Jupiter's yeah. Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy. And then they did Jupiter's... Um, oh, God. I read them all. Yeah, but anyway, the ones that were back in the past, uh, Wilford Torres, I think, the dark. Okay. So, to give Frank quietly time to catch up. Is that what they were doing? Did you say you had a third to do? Kind of. I read uh, some of that uh, Dynamo 5. Dynamo 5? I read like about the first nine issues or so out of it. What now do you, you think? got like the, I mean, granted, this book is like what twenty five issues, yeah, and then there's like even another five or ten issues of other stuff. I can't even remember or something. What's he doing? Uh, I don't know. Okay. But cool. yeah, there's another little mini series at the end of like another five or oh six yeah, that's right. Or something, yeah, so it's like thirty. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a good chunk there. So it's kind of like the first arc, you know, and things. Okay, so when did it come out originally? 
Oh. Was it like the early 2000s? Maybe it was mid. Mid, uh, or something. like 2006. I don't okay. know. Okay. It's got a very... It's like on that cusp of like just after the initial... or To me, it felt like image taking almost that next step, you know, yeah. to some type of things, you know, where it was, oh, well, you know, at the time, image, you know, when it first came out, it was all these superheroes and it was mm-hmm. all these artists and the writing sometimes was so-so, you know, or whatever else. So this one feels like, oh, we're going to get this writing a little bit darker, a little bit more, you know, dark humor type of thing and whatever else. But yet we're still going to be just flashbang, lots of action, whatever the heck, you know, type stuff. This is what it feels like to me. So it's like in this... It's almost like uh, this strange, nostalgic feel, yeah. you know, of things. But yet trying to be on this almost little dirty edge of trying to, to push the envelope, maybe, in some ways of, of yeah. something. Yeah, I think it came around about, uh, out about the same time as Invincible, maybe. Did it? Okay. the same kind of era when Invincible oh, first started. When Invincible first started. So it's probably so, like So late. something to that effect. You know. And that's where I was trying to judge because it doesn't seem like it's like that upper tier of things to me, you Correct. know, by any means. But yet there's still this strange, familiar fun with it, you yeah. Know, type in a way. Yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely one of those kind of really solid kind of fun superhero books. Yeah, I feel like the artist who does it, he keeps getting better. He's working for Marvel now, and he's okay. kind of at the top of his game. But that was kind of like his early stuff. Early stuff. You can see how he gets better and better as the series goes. As he he's pretty Mahmoud Azrar. Oh yeah, yeah. So and I think for that, since he basically got hired to do other stuff, and so that last miniseries, I think someone else takes over, Somebody and it's else. not quite. As that awesome because his. Were you reading it digital? No, I've got the I've got a big bound oh. book, but I didn't bring the whole damn thing because it's even thicker than freaking Black Hammer. So gotcha. I was like, and I'm not done with it. I've only read like the first nine issues out of almost what thirty, 30 some. Something. So it's like okay, I, so I didn't want to bring it and tote it back cool. home, all what five blocks away that I live or something. That's right. So, <laughs> um, but yes, it's a. Uh, <laughs> I decided I wasn't gonna bring it, but it, I had something else to talk about there a little bit, right. and at least give my two cents of because I've kind of read like the first general arc, you know, of stuff, you know, yeah. and things, and getting the general feel, and I, I'm liking it, yeah. you know, but it, it's it feels very. Like I said, I don't know how to really put it. It might have been better if you read it when it first came out. Oh, yes, by far. Because I it think was probably other books some have come out That's right. since. Like, in, like I said, I think Invincible kind of took it. And it, since Invincible was more successful, it kept going and kind of took it to its Yeah, yeah. No, I could, I could definitely believe that. But, uh, uh, yeah, there, it's, 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 it's fun, you know, is the mm-hmm. thing. But it doesn't feel like there's much substance. I read, you know, I read like the first trade, I think, at yeah. least. And I liked it. Yeah, it's good, solid, fun. I'd never... I never read all of it. Yeah. So I I still got to finish that. Anyway, we were just talking about one while you uh, were gotcha. off doing whatever you're now. Doing. What do you got? I have Horizon. Anybody read Horizon? I did sort of, but you I don't did. think I finished it. But this yeah. is by Brandon Thomas and Juan Gedeon. Hmm. Um, it's eighteen issues. It was an image series, Skybound. Um, it. Uh, it didn't sell real well, so I think it ended a little prematurely. But it kind of comes to a sort of conclusion, but not really. I mean, it could definitely have gone further. He was setting a lot of stuff up. But uh, the basic premise is... Have is, you talked about this one before? I don't think so. Maybe many, many moons ago. I, I bought it. I don't even remember what the hell it's about. You bought all of it? All 18 issues? I don't know if I bought all of it. I might have stopped in the and, middle. But okay. I don't remember. 
Oh, so the basic premise is is Earth has found this other planet. Of course. And they are they have pretty much ruined Earth, kind of like today. Right. And hmm. they want to basically take over this other planet so they have somewhere for Earthlings to live. Well, the other planet gets wind of their incursion because they're basically trying to infiltrate this planet. And they don't like it, so they send like a task force to Earth to basically um, go in and basically take out the leaders of Earth and kind of counter espionage, I guess you could say. Yeah. So there's this team of these aliens that land on Earth, and they're basically running counter espionage type stuff um, to prevent Earth from invading their planet or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's super solid. One getting into art, he's like a super good action dude. Like he just has. He does some really cool action singles. And this book is fairly action-heavy. Like, there's a lot of, like, shooting and fighting and just, uh, you know, it's kind of like an action movie type thing with, like, a sci-fi twist or whatever. But uh turns out that uh, Earth is... You wouldn't think that they would be that formidable since this other planet has all this other technology, but Earth apparently has a lot of technology that they're just not sharing with people. Like, they learn how to, like, basically make metahumans. So they've got one guy who basically they've given him like telekinesis and he's like one of their primary um, adversaries. And there's this girl. They figured out that if they take children and turn them into superheroes or, e- or metahumans, they're easier to manipulate. And so right. they have this girl who has this like giant like alien looking like arm that's like all like veins and like all this stuff that they've grafted to her. And she's like super badass. And let me find that. That's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and the art is really cool, and it's really, um, like I say, it would have been nice if it had gone a little further, but I feel like it, reading it all together, it had a fairly, um, yeah, here she is, she's got, like, a giant, uh, like, alien-type arm, huh. but, uh, no, there's a lot going on, and there's characters, and there's a lot of inner character like, relationships and stuff, but, uh, um, but, yeah, like, it's, one Getty's got kind of like a cartoony style on yeah. it, almost. But yeah, it's very sort of actiony, dynamic, almost mangaish in some ways. So, I don't know. It's a super fun book, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Beautiful. Book obviously, cover. obviously, it I enjoyed is. it enough to buy it. Black Hammer. But uh, anyway, <laughs> no, it's got it's got silver writing. <laughs> Black know. Hammer has yellow. <laughs> it does. Gold. It does. So anyway, Horizon. That's how it cool. tells the difference. I enjoyed it. I just now got my FedEx tracking number for Starcade. Starcade Quest. When's it coming? Friday? I, it should, if all goes well. Nice. Two goddamn boxes. You got all the uh, expansions and stuff. I did get a lot. I just got the basic stuff. I cannot wait. It is nice they put it in like an actual box that has Starcade Quest on it. Like my Zombicide Invader came in like just a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Without. Okay. Like, Most of them I've got in the past. Event. Sorry to interrupt there. Mm-hmm. I just been so excited especially after seeing him playing it this weekend i'm just like you can't ah! you can't open it though for like 48 hours because that coronavirus that's right stays on actually i had disinfectant for... wipes so i'm just gonna wipe it all down uh, so i'll be good. man i've been just playing with mine i hope i didn't get coronavirus you probably did as <coughs> <laughs> he coughs you have to have a fever and aches i have neither of those then you're good you have to have you, I had well here's the thing they're saying like you can have no symptoms and be they're saying you can have no symptoms and still have it and be contagious so we could all have it and not even know it no, I understand but what I don't understand if it's this bad like it's killing people but yet all these other people walk around with like no symptoms isn't that kind of strange don't viruses typically affect everybody kind of the same 
I don't know. There's something strange about this whole damn thing. It's just weird. I mean, when 80, that right now they're, they're basically <coughs> saying that 80% of the population is not really experiencing hardly anything. And then there's just 20% that's really getting hit hard with this crap. Yeah. You know, and that's what's freaking just wild about it. Yeah. You know, uh, and why it's spreading like a freaking nightmare. Jeez. Mr. Allergy, allergy guy wow. here. Just started too. Well, that's because you came around here. We got all those fucking white damn trees around this damn uh, neighborhood, and uh, those things just play hell on my damn allergies. Gotcha. All so right. anyway, I'll tomorrow. I'll try to get through this. Tomorrow, issue number one. Another number it's one. Burger Books. Yes, it's written by uh, Peter Milgan. I like him. I do too. All right, so. I never buy stuff. Though. This book is very, like. Looks boring. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's like a guy playing like a cello and right. like and this girl world, with like a tree. Is it just the this is very now. Like this is sort of kind of like right now. Like I want to. So, all right. It's here's about a, about a pandemic. About a pandemic. It is. It is about a pandemic. Wow, they hit the. Maybe it'll take off. But it only affects old people. Just like kids, ours. All the kids are fine. Yeah. Wow. That is very now. I know, right? You gonna be all right, so the, old person. I don't know. So I'm reading along. It's a miniature. Maybe I don't know. So I'm reading along, and I like. I thought it was like a a a, a printing error because it didn't make any sense. So the okay. So this mom is driving a car, and she's got her two kids in the back, and it's she's talking. She says, "Going to devices, turning off. No, can you?" Can you, can, can. I thought it was like a printing error or something, right? But she's like a robot. I had to read it like three friggin' times, and then I'm like, whatever, that doesn't make any sense, so then I keep going. <laughs> and she has like a... Oh, she, has, God. she has like an attack, and she oh, like crashes season. the car, and then she dies. And like oh. her husband... Her husband is like... So it's a... Alright, so... It's like a Disney movie. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's just like Moana or whatever. Um, I'll show the car. Finding Dory, whatever. <laughs> Just name any of them. Bambi. <laughs> right. I don't know. Right. So, okay, so it starts out, and there's a kid, and there's it, he's a twin, so he has a twin sister. And he's very into playing the, I don't know. Pokemon. It, like, no, it's like cello. a cello, a big, giant, the, no, like a violin. A cello, cello or a bass or... Right. And so he has this audition to get into, like, this prestigious... Uh, Juilliard? It's not Juilliard, but it's like this big to-do music school. Ooh. I think it's made up. I don't think it's a real it's place. It's really close remember. to Juilliard. It, right. And so he's supposed to go like to do a um, his, uh, what do you call it? His tryout, but it's not a tryout. It's, what do you call Audition? it? Audition. There you go. <laughs> and uh, so his sister says that she's sick, so she's not going to go with him. And so his mom goes with him. And so, that sort of is like the first few pages, and then you get into this, there's a guy, and he, he's married to that lady, and uh, he's like some kind of infectious disease scientist or something, and he calls her, and he's like, you need to get the kids off the devices, and mm. you need to go to your mom's house, and blah, 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 blah. And so then she's trying to do that, and then she gets, country now. she gets infected, and she crashes the car, and she ends up dying. And then, so then you kind of go back and the guy, they show the guy on the airplane with his mom and they go and he's getting ready to go in and he goes in and like all the, the three people that are in there that are supposed to be auditioning him are like laying on the floor 
with like blood coming out of their nose and their mouth or whatever and then he goes back out in the hallway and his mom's dead she's laying on the floor mm. and so then they flash back to that scientist guy and they're talking about how it started it's like a computer virus but oh, then it really? turned into like it turned into a, an actual an actual virus, virus but it only affects adults at this point so it's uh. almost like what's going on now Slash children of the corn slash like that's true like uh, some techno virus thing or whatever, but so then he the the scientist guy is like on the phone, or he's like teleconferencing with this guy. He's like a, a hacker slash virus guy from Russia. Okay, and. He's telling him, hey, dude, this vi- you created this virus. And he's like, well, we need to work together to try to find a cure for to it. get rid of it. And as that happens, like, the Russian police, like, bust in and, like, arrest this guy. So they need him to help out. And then... Um, so they got to break him out. Right. And then it just kind of goes to... And this all happens in one issue? Yeah, this all happens in one Damn. issue. Damn. It's action-packed. Action a lot of it words. It is action-packed. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I think I remember, like, reading about this, and it was kind of like, yeah, at the end of the world, and all the adults die, and then the kids are left or whatever. So um, that might Sounds have been like a what, Netflix what drew me to it. But uh, it, was, it was okay. It was cool. I don't know if I re- I don't know if I kept buying these or not. <laughs> well, I buy so much new stuff. It's like every time I do my order, yeah. like I always go back and make sure that there was something. You know what I mean? Like if it's something new, like did I order this? And then I go back and try to get them all, but it could have slipped through the cracks. I don't know. But uh, I enjoyed it. It was good. Something to check out. It's it's pretty timely. <laughs> it's pretty like right there, timely. Tomorrow. Or today. Today. Yeah. They should call it today. Well, he does a... It's weird. He did... Um, it's not weird. Peter Milligan did a... Uh, he did the... He did a forward instead of like a an ending. Mm-hmm. And he was just talking about... Yeah, I named it tomorrow. He's like, there's so many cool like uh, puns that I can do with it. <laughs> it's like... Um, the great thing about having a title like tomorrow is it lends itself so easily to puns. As in the words of the old song, what will tomorrow bring? To write about tomorrow, I must go back to yesterday. See how easy the puns come? I have to go back to when I so first... So, now you're reading the forward to the book? Right. Yesterday. Wow, that's interesting. Talk about your dark night. Talk about a bunch of words. No Jesus kidding. Christ, how the hell did you get through that? Batman. Your brain probably... This is your flashback. Dark night. It's all that is is words. So I caught up on all my reading. Well, you were just really bored and you just wanted and I was to... Like, it's you like know, nine panel grids and it's all words. It's been a long time <laughs> since I read The Dark Knight Returns. It is like the best comic You can see ever. this crappy like copy that, I have. You know, like, that is, that like the four, like mine. is that like a 12th or a 14th printing? That's uh, a good question. Yeah, it's probably somewhere up there because that looks identical to the version I got. Does it say what print? It I should. think it does. I think it's probably is like it nine. H. Unless you have a first, that could be worth money. Oh, it is. It's, it's not in horrible condition. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks just like mine. It's gotta be like ninth but or some shit. Did you figure it out? No. Must be a first print. 
Get it must speed. be a first printing. Look so, at you. Look at me. Look at how rich you are. Anyway, look how young Frank Miller looks on the back. Oh, that that's what I'm truth. talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. That dude looks like he's aged 100 years. He looks like that dude that played Doctor Who. <laughs> he does. Oh, Tom, Tom Baker. Baker. Tom Baker. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, a little bit. God. All right, Dark Knight Returns. Where to begin? All right, to so it's been a long time since I've read it. Obviously, yeah, Dark Knight Returns is a classic. Written. And it still holds up pretty well. I mean, obviously, it's been copied and imitated and everything for a long time. 34 years old. Is it? 86. 86, yeah, 34 years. Jeez. Not quite 34, because it probably came out. I did not read this when it came out, because I was like 11, and I don't think I really would have appreciated it. But, um, yeah, it is pretty uh, dense, and I can see, like, why it was so innovative, because of, you know, it does... Frank Miller's very interested in the media. Like, he spends a lot of time just with, like, the talking heads on the news, you know, and he mm-hmm. uses that as a very interesting narrative device. Yeah. And I'm not sh- I think it's been done... I think it had been done a little bit before this. I think maybe Howard Chaykin used an American flag a little bit type of thing. But, um, you know, the way he did it here and, you know, the whole, like, Batman being old and, you know, the whole, like, old broken hero coming back. I mean, that was... I mean, that's a trope as well, you know. Is, but but I don't think it had been done specs, It in really hadn't way. been done in probably the... Well, this way Superhero and, and one of Batman. the major two big publishers the Correct. of Correct. DC or Marvel. To your point, you know... What Howard Chicken was doing was probably out there on the sidelines in some respects. Yeah, it was you through, know things. It was through first comics. It That's right. Yeah. So you know, it, it, at the time, there was some of that darkness starting to seep through into some other areas of comics and whatnot. And I feel like you know, Alan Moore and Frank Miller brought it to a whole other level, getting into DC in particular, and kind of bringing the the battered dark it hero end. Yeah, it's copyright so. 86. Was yeah. it 85? I think it came out in 86 Somewhere 80, around 80, 87. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I remember buying, like, I was at Prairie Dog. It was when they were in the the one by where Hobby Lobby used to be. Yep. Yeah, back there and in the back room. And going in, back room. and they had the back display here. box on the counter. And they had, because that was one I of remember the issue first four being prestige. There. Yeah. I remember, pick, I got number one. Oh, okay. But I picked it up, and it was, like, already, like, a second or a third. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't, and I was, like, what, I was kind of, like, what is this? And, I mean, I didn't, I didn't buy all of them, I don't think. I think I'm still missing, I don't think I have a full. Yeah. Full set run. of the four issues, but. Sure. I mean, I I bought the trade. I have the absolute. I have, you know what I mean. Like I have yeah. copies of you it. You bought the absolute? Oh, fuck I yeah, I did. Freaking like so. <laughs> that probably is a good idea because the panels are so dense, right? And the writing is <laughs> yeah, so dense that yeah. the bigger and larger format would actually do it some good. The only thing that I really packs well, it. The thing that I don't have that I would really like is the artist edition of it. Hmm. That but would be nice. The thing that surprised me a little bit is like, so the panels are so small. Sometimes the storytelling is almost hard to figure out what's going on. Yeah. I mean, like he's really trying to uh, push the envelope as far as oh yeah the storytelling goes with all the tiny panels and just like, well, like here, like Batman's on this thing. He's got a gun. And then we see Blam and something shoots out. And then his mm. foot's there. And I'm like, what is his foot doing? I thought he was shooting. And then it's blam, 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 and then he's going across, and there's, like, a helicopter, and he's falling, and he got shot. I'm like, what happened there? You know what I mean? Like, he's standing on this gargoyle. He's got the gun. It doesn't really matter. 
I mean, it's cool, but I mean, I'm like, I'm not 100% sure what Frank Miller was trying to communicate there. You know what I mean? He's just trying to show... But then there's the awesome, like, iconic yeah. splash page or whatever that you remember, you know, and it's like... And the Joker, the crick, 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 crick. Oh, Joker oh, snapped yeah. his own neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the freaking little batarangs. The, the little, David Letterman. The David Letterman where he floats yeah. his freaking crazy ass floating poison dolls around. Yeah. And... It's almost that this has been, this book has been so many times imitated and like uh, inspired so much stuff since then. You go back and you're like, it loses impact just because it's been so diluted through the years from people copying it. You know what oh, I mean? I can believe that. So uh, it's interesting because like I so mean... much of like a, you know, Nolan's Batman and Tim Burton's Batman, they all borrowed stuff oh, from yeah. this. You know what I mean? Well, Batman versus Superman, that piece Yeah, of exactly. Shit. There's so many things that have, like, yeah, exactly. been inspired or, like, stole it. little pieces of this, you know? But, um, what was I going to I don't know what you were going to say. Right. Well, oh, I was going to say, like, they, <laughs> some comic book company, like, in the previews, I can't even remember what they're called, but they're doing, like, the real Conan Oh, yes, of it. Yeah, ablaze. The second issue, they have a variant cover, and it's a um, it's homage an homage to, Dark, to yeah. this. It's oh, a Conan yeah. book with, with that yeah. cover right there. Yeah. Like, holy yeah. crap. 30, whatever we just said, 34 years later, and they're still it's homaging so the cover. Yeah. Well, no, even, don't. you know, what is it? The, um, the little bully gang or whatever, you know, the big beast uh -huh. guy or yeah. whatever that he fights, you know. That guy even has a freaking Lego of himself oh, uh, that man. they even threw in, like, the Lego movie, you know, or the right. Lego Batman movie, yeah. you know, and things. I just remember seeing that and going, that's from the Dark Knight, you know, because yeah. he never showed, that guy never showed up in anything yeah. else. What are they? They're so, the Nazis. The mutants. The mutants. The mutants. Yeah. There you yeah. go. So, Did, oh, go ahead. I didn't say, but yeah, I thought I would have more to say about this, but I think I said most of what I wanted to say. But yeah, it's pretty amazing. And, like, the narration and the voice that he gives Batman is kind of It still holds up, though. It hold, oh, yeah, it? it holds up fine, yeah. It's just, I forgot how dense it is. You know what I mean? Like, oh, how God. the small panels. I tell how... you what, my favorite thing is the fight. Okay, so here's my thing. I was probably, uh, I don't know, a teenager, early teenage years when I read this dang thing. And that fight between Batman and Superman at the end, just freaking still just... Get, you know, gets my blood boiling, you know, running or whatever else. I mean, because to me, it's like one of the greatest fights, you know, of super of heroes of all time, you know, in its own way, with just this regular, sharp, intelligent man just beating down the strongest superhero we ever, you know, knew, you know, type things. And he does it so well, you know, and with the narration that he has in there and everything, it just pulled me so much in. And I mean, I can remember individual, you know, panels and everything else from that and, and things going on. And that's maybe one of the reasons why I hate Batman versus Superman so much, because to me, The Dark Knight Returns, that was like the climax of the book itself anyway. And to me, that was such a great you know, ending of everything was him coming together and just that line where he says, I want you to remember the man that beat you, you know, right. and stuff as he's just pounding on him. I just thought it was just so great. And I had not ever seen that ever done at the time. You know, now they've done different things, you know, since then, you know, of bat battles between superheroes and whatever the hell else. But that alone, you know, where you had this guy that should not be kicking the ass of the strongest superhero right. just showing what he could do, I thought was just to a whole other level. 
And I think that was the first time where that Batman trope of Batman being so smart he can outsmart anybody right. and, like, he can take on anybody, right? Yeah. And it kind of – that's when Batman sort of – and now all the other writers have taken that same right. thing and, like, ran with it and, like, taken it to ridiculous levels. Well, that's true too. And, yeah. But I think he was the first one that kind of did that. Like, before that, Batman – no one would have even thought about Batman taking on Wonder Woman or yeah. Flash or anybody. You know, Batman was just a smart detective guy who – fought crime on the streets of Gotham and fought yeah. like normal and criminals. Yeah, all you know? these criminals, yeah. But yeah, this was the first time where they... And then Grant Morrison took it and all the other Batman writers since him have kind of taken that to like almost a ridiculous was level. That, who was it that did... Um, oh, God. What was... It was Meltzer, wasn't it? The, right, Meltzer, yeah. That did the, the one with the plastic man where he was the murderer. Oh, or uh-huh, yeah. That. Identity Crisis. Identity Crisis. And that might have been the first time... Well, maybe not, but yeah, it was like Batman has a plan to take out every Justice League member. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. No, he's, yeah. Exactly. Did, um, did uh, Grant Morrison I think Grant Morrison, in, in that JLA book, yeah, he, he made... Yeah, he did do... He had... Like when the Martians came over, Batman was a guy who had the plan and knew right. the fire weakness and kind of saved the day, you know. But, so, I mean, and Grant Morrison, through all his Batman run, Batman was always that kind right. of trope. But Identity you know? Crisis was, because that was like the big thing. All the heroes, like the Justice yeah. League, were like pissed off. They're like, oh my God, you have a plan to like take us all out? Correct. Yeah, was like and that's correct. But I feel like all crisis. that came from well, from yeah, he did. from You're Frank right. Miller showing yeah. how Batman can plan and beat Superman. Right. You yeah. Know what I mean, I would tend to agree. Does I mean, that have the like a full or a back matter? Does it have? Because no, this is like a the very first thing. It's got like I mean, I don't think there's a there's a forward by Alan Moore. Oh, okay. So like. <laughs> In the written in 1986. In the either the copy that I have, or it might even be in the. I think it's in the trade because the first time I I read the trade, I had like a 14th printing or whatever, and it had like an afterword. And Frank Miller was saying that the he got the idea for the Dark Knight because he was like he actually did the math and he figured out that like he was the same age or older than Batman. Batman, and he's like. What the hell? He's like, I'm going to turn him into an old freaking man and just beat the shit out of him because it pisses me off that I'm older than Batman. Whatever. But it was in, like, it was in maybe the copy of the trade that I had or something. Yeah. That was a funny story. I mean, that's where he came up with it. He's like, I'm older than Batman. He's like, no, that can't happen. I'm going to turn him into an old man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh, heck yeah. But, uh. Well, it's funny because in the very back, like, there's no thing, but it says, with the acknowledgments of the works of Bill Finger and uh, Dave Fleischer, Max Fleischer, Jerry Robinson, Joe Schuster, Jerry Siegel, Dick Sprang, and then Batman created by Bob Kane. So he gives Bob Kane no credit except the credit that he has to have. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Did you have something else? I have one more. All right. Let me talk about DK2 do... now. Oh, that's fine. Go ahead. Just or roll wait. it. I, this uh, won't take long. So, after you read Dark Knight Returns, you have to read DK2, Why? Dark Knight Strikes Again. Because <laughs> you have to remember how not as good it is. It's just it's so not, bizarre. Yeah, it's, okay, it's, it's not, so, that's it's more not the case. bad. It's, it's not just awful. It's, it's just so different. odd. It's a money, it was a money grab. Uh, I don't think it was. I mean, I'm no, sure the money was. was part of it, but... So I was trying to figure out, like, okay, Frank Miller, I'm trying to figure out what works existed in between these two, right? And so I was doing the math. Okay, so Frank Miller did this, 
He did year one. Then he started doing some of his he dark horse stuff. Where he did like hard boiled, started work with other artists. Real hard boiled. He did Electro Assassin, you know. And then he did Sin City. That was the major one. Yeah. You know. Electro Assassin was the same time as this. It was a little bit after, I think, but maybe it was the same. You were the one that was saying there was like some Facebook post where it was like Dark Knight. Oh, Returns, yeah, okay. Watchmen, it was this and Electro Assassin all came out in the same time. Yeah, year. I think that's true. You're right. But, so, I'm just saying, so Sin City was the major one. Or, no, Daredevil. It was the kill, born, born to kill, or... Doesn't matter. Anyway. Focus. Right. Focus, focus. So, he did Sin you? City. The first Sin City doesn't feel that different than this style. Like, you know, like this drawing similar. But then as the Sin Cities went on, they got kind of crazier, and the art kind of changed a little bit. And then he did 300, which I think was before this. And 300 kind of... He did big panels. Because if you look at all the tiny panels, but then I you know. look at DK2, it's all, it's all giant it's all panels. Huge. It's like splash pages. And, huge. you know, and the coloring is all computer. It's like Lynn Varley found out about computer coloring and just kind of tried to do some interesting stuff and everything just... And, I mean, part of it is because this is all about him basically getting Justice League back together, right? If you look at it, it's really not a Dark Knight book. It's about... It's more of a Justice League it is book, more of a you know, because they rescue the Atom and then the Flash. Yes, exactly. He kind of takes the world back, you and know. He's taking and it back, and, he's, and Lex Luthor is the big And bad so I dude. guess if you think of Batman like grim and gritty, small, tiny panels make sense. If you think about the Justice League, kind of big and more kind of flamboyant, maybe bigger panels, you know, more color, splash, and all that. I mean, maybe it makes sense thematically, you know, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, it's... It's funny because I read that Dark Knight 3, and I hadn't read either of these for like, what, whenever since this came out, or maybe, you know, 10, 15 years. But no, he plants all the seeds for like his daughter with Wonder Woman. Like, I forgot all that about Candor's yeah. all planted in here. Well, hell, he plants you know? that though somewhere in there, doesn't he? No, I don't think I much of that. Was... I didn't remember much okay, of like Candor or, uh, no. or no, Wonder Woman or a daughter. Wonder Woman and uh, Superman have a Superman, daughter. There yeah. might have been a few hints uh, or whatever, but he really obviously those goes into it here or whatever. But yeah, and then I mean, he goes into it more. But I thought there was some reference so, to Wonder Woman and Superman. But yeah, I mean, rereading DK two, I mean, I see its strengths. It's just I definitely enjoy the older Frank Miller, smaller panels, tighter penciling type stuff than. His newer style, you know. I think that's what it comes down to. From an artistic standpoint, I enjoy it. But, I mean... and I agree with you. I did not feel like the art and... And the writing is just... was quite as strong. It's got the bigger panels. uh, Yeah. Some of that. Well, Um, and the... And with this one, you have the... That one, The Dark Knight Returns, I mean, it is. It's all Batman. I mean, it's pretty, pretty focused on that. Whereas this, to your point, is more of the Justice League... And quite frankly, DK three is almost more of a it's Wonder Superman, Woman. Wonder Woman, type Superman, thing. And yeah, Wonder Woman. yeah. And so, so it's, it's just a lot more diluted. It's not that yeah. grim and gritty Batman as much. And the one of the cool things about Dark Knight was the voice of Batman, where he's like talking, right. he has those great quotes and all that. Exactly. And you don't get as much of that here. He no, kind of spreads does. out the narrative between a lot of different characters, and they're all a lot bigger, larger than life. So it's. It's okay. Like I say, go Macarena. It's fairly enjoyable, especially if you like Frank Miller. Yes. Yeah. And if you especially like his newer stuff, I mean, it's pretty good. I remember good. not liking Dark Knight 2 when it first came out. It's because it's not this. It's right. not that. It's but right. but then I went back and reread it because I think the, the Absolute collects both. So yeah, The Dark Knight and the Dark Knight 2. And so I reread it. And I didn't hate it. I mean, I didn't hate it when it came out, but 
I disliked it less when I reread it. It's yeah. not as later. Once you change it's your expectations, as, it's... Well, that's right. And it's not as dense as that. No. There Correct. was a hell of a lot of story in that Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Well, and that's you got four, three. that's only three. That's well, that's, it. Here, I wonder, here's the thing. Let me say you only have three here. Well, hold on. These are like 48 issues a piece, right? 48 pages. These are like 80 a piece. This may yeah. actually be longer. Longer. It could be. And but it just doesn't it, feel as much It doesn't story, feel though. as much because the panels are bigger and... That's right. Um... And some it, of it's he spends just a lot so of, simplistic, too. Yeah, it's like simplistic. That panel that you and went. he spends a lot of time with those, like, uh, news girls who are, like, yeah, nude in the, the news. news. And so, yeah. and it's almost like he took all the, like, sex of Sin City and is trying to cram it into DK2 a little bit, you know? Yeah. And it's just, like, it doesn't really fit. And it's just kind of, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I think that was the biggest thing that I had difference between the two. I felt like... There was so much story packed in the Dark Knight Returns yeah, that this like, one is just pretty much a, a one trick pony in some respects. And and DK yeah, too, not as but, much to it. Yeah. but yeah, it, it, but to your point, it's not bad. And but, I, I in some cases I don't feel like his art maybe is as strong. Either. It's not. It's well, not. It's just it's different. Different. Style. And I don't like the style and as much. I don't. It's not yeah, as and that's what he's gone to after that. I mean, this has a lot of tiny lines. It's kind of scraggly. But then you look at this. It's like you know a bunch of big lines, and it's not scraggly, and it's kind of simpler. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just that's just what he's going for, and that's yeah. fine. I mean, he's changed it. And like that, he does that where inking just kind of where he just looks like he's just smearing ink everywhere. And yeah. It's like. It's just not as clean, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I know Jansen inked some of this, but I know he went back and inked some of it over Jansen. Or Doesn't whatever. he spend a lot of time in there, some, too, between the Superman-Wonder Woman relationship? And yeah, that's what I mean. It's really focused on them and their daughter a little bit, and then freeing the Justice League and just kind of getting the band back together. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't have the same impact. You know? yeah, yeah. The story beats aren't quite as strong. It's just... Yeah. You know. But as a Justice League type of story, it's you know in a what if or futuristic type thing. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. It's fun. That's right. I would agree with that. But it's yeah. just that build up of something that trying to build upon something that was so strong. It, it's damn near impossible. Yeah, and the fact that it was he tried to do something different, and this, his art is so much different by this point. Yeah. You know, even what's the difference point, in time between that? Did you uh, mention it? I think fourteen years. Fourteen. Years. I think that came out like two thousand, two thousand one. Okay. Like okay. I'm gonna say it's 2000. Yeah. It's not. Boy, don't I feel 2001, 15 years. 2086. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, still, I mean, that's like 19 years ago now. I think I, I just think that it wasn't that long ago that I. Yeah, I thought it came out even earlier. So I said 2001. Oh, really? I I thought it was even later than that. I was out of college. It seemed like I was reading this in college, but no, this was like after college. That makes sense. 15 years, 15 year anniversary. Yeah. They're like, let's do it. They finally enough money at him because yeah. I remember at the time it was like one or two million dollars that he got paid to like yeah, do Dark Knight like and it was like an insane amount of money for comic books like yeah oh yeah I'm sure they made money I mean, I'm sure they're they still selling it, it now they're just wrapping up with the absolute with the first one and they sell it you know all together yeah so but yeah but yeah, it's funny. I was noticed. I was thinking the same thing. It's only three issues. That's why it's so simple. And I'm like, wait, these things are like eighty pages a piece. Like it's almost longer. Like how is that possible? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I get. I bet you get more panels and. Oh yeah, no, definitely. One. Way more oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's just a denser story. That, yeah. That's the big thing. I mean, you read through Dark Knight Returns, and I mean, you are dealing with 
four individual stories yeah. throughout yeah. that whole thing. Yeah, right? this feels like more like one big story. And that me. feels like one big story. Yeah. That's right. That's another good point. That it, That's a difference in the pacing and the, you know... And a lot of it just feels like he's cramming stuff in. Like, Big Bart is in, like, one panel. It's like, I just want to get yes. Big Bart in there. It's like, yeah. okay. Did you, did you see the commission that Kelly posted for the Miracle Man? Oh, yes. That was pretty cool. All right, we got one left on Tartarus. Tartarus. You didn't buy Tartarus? I didn't. I was kind of on the fence, but then I decided. I Last thing Johnny Christmas did, I didn't really love. Yeah. Um, so, um... I'm kind of trying not to... an artist? He's mostly known for artists. He might be. Because he did that... Um, what's the book? Uh, they have an ad for it in the back of this, obviously. But uh, the one with the kids, or where they hole up in the trailer park. Sheltered. Sheltered. Yeah. Yeah. Did. I think he did the art in that, I though. think he was, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Tartarus. Um, it looked kind of interesting. It's... It was six bucks. It's super thick. Oh, it's I think it's like two bucks? issues because wow. it's like part one, book one, and book two. It's so a bold like, move. book one is like set up, and then two is where you get the shocking reveal. Of course, but uh, so that's really cool. It's kind of it's world building. So like, there's these two planets, and they're kind of they're at war. And so the first book starts out. There's a prison on the Tartarus planet, I think. Well, Tartarus is basically like a... It's a mining planet, but it's in one of the systems. The ninth moon of Endor? Right, it's the ninth moon of Endor. But there's a map. There's like a solar map at the beginning that shows you which planets. There's like a Braxton planet, and then there's like another one, and they're at war. But so there's this big, huge prison, like underground prison. And this badass, notorious, evil villain lady, she breaks out of prison. And it's got, like, it's buried, so it's got, like, nine levels and, like, all the security. And so, like, she breaks out, and she's, they're, like, monitoring her. And they're like, oh, she's on level, she's on level eight now. And they're like, we gotta stop her, shoot her. And she keeps coming, and they're like, oh, she's on level five now, we gotta get her. And anyway, she makes it all the way up to the top. They blow the roof up of the friggin' prison, blah, blah, blah. And she's, like, out in the streets. And um, the people that... Because she was, like, a, she was like one of the leaders or, like, a, I can't remember what they call her. But she was, like, high up in the chain or whatever of the this other planet in the, in the war. And um, so, like, these people, her people come to meet her. Like, four or five people come to meet her and... and the one of the ladies comes up she's like oh it's your baby here's your baby blah 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 and she's like holding her baby and then one of the prison like one of the guards or whatever this guy someone comes up to him and they're like they're a ways away and they're like here use this weapon they're like you can take the shot and you'll be the hero you'll take her out and um they're like okay and so they grab the gun and they get ready to shoot and somebody else is like no don't do that and like they shoot and it's like this huge explosion that kills like all these people or whatever you know what i mean like it's not a mm -hmm. normal gun it's like almost like a it's like a cure in the bubble or mm -hmm. whatever you know atomic bomb right i need to reread huh yeah. yeah and so then um so then that's the end of like book one and then you jump and so then you're reading and 
it's like 17, 18 years in the future now, and they're on this planet. And it, you figure it out fairly quickly, but the baby that was that was her baby is now an eight, 17, 18-year-old kid. And then they're doing this story where there's like these three cadets that are in like the military or whatever. And um, she's one of them. And so she got like her three buddies and they're getting ready to go on leave. And she's like, well, I've got to go back to the farm. My grandma's sick and she's dying. She's got some kind of lung disease or something. And one of, the, one of her buddies is like, well, they're like, you know, you can just make her a new lung and take it to her. <laughs> I guess they have that technology or whatever, you know. And she's like, well, she's really anti-government and she hates this. And they're like, she's going to die because she doesn't like the war or whatever. And they're like, well, you got the same DNA. They're like, well, why don't you just go, go to med lab, have them make you a lung, and then you can take it to her and give it to her and then she'll be fine. And so anyway, she goes to the med lab and they do the thing and they're like, uh, your DNA doesn't match up to your grandma's DNA. <laughs> it's just like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Run the test again or whatever. They're like, yeah, no, that it, it, it don't match up. Like, something's going fishy here. And at this point, there's like the leader. This So this planet, this Tartarus planet, it's like a mining place. But they mine like, it's like a liquid. It's something weird. But so... They actually, like, the, she runs the DNA and, like, all the flashing lights go off and they're like, you know, danger, danger, danger. <laughs> and they come down and, like, grab both of them and they rush her up to the leader or whatever and he's sitting there and he's like, so now you know who you are. She's the, the daughter of, and he's like, so are you loyal to Braxton? She's like, yeah, of course. And he's like, well, then you know what you have to do. And he pulls out, like, this sword. He's like, you have to kill yourself now because you're the enemy and you know you're the enemy and we can never trust you. And she's like, well, I'm not going to do that. And then, like, something goes, like, a bomb goes off and blows this liquid whatever everywhere. And so then she bursts out of it. And so, like, she's apparently supposed to be, like, the lady that, like, helps the, you know what I mean? Like, that's how it ends. And mm -hmm. so, like... She was going to kill herself, but she's like, she says something like, well, I could kill myself, but I have better, I have a better idea or whatever, a better plan. And you think she's going to kill him, but then she's actually coming out and that's how it ends. So that's the first issue It is kind of all set up and I don't really know where it's going, but you like it. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, the art's okay. I mean, yeah, it's worth trying, you know. And then at the end, of course, he has the afterword, and he's like, oh, we've been making this book for, like, five years. Everybody says guy. that. It takes, like, five it years. It takes five to years to make it. And, we, you know, we, we talked about it and batted around ideas, and this is our love letter. Like, we're going to combine, you know, all the cool sci-fi, like Star Wars and uh, Blade Runner. And I think you might even mention Akira in there or something. And, then and, he's like, and fairy tales. Like, we're going to have, like, fairy tales in it. So this is going to be, like, a cool, crazy ride. You know? And then it doesn't oh, sell. Right. It'll be, like, five issues. It doesn't issues. sell. It'll be five yeah. issues. But, yeah, no, it was, it was good. It was interesting. Like, you know, it, I guess it's probably not different, but it seemed different. Like, I, it's, it wasn't something that I just read. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. So, but anyway, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've been buying these. Longest review ever. Right? Well, it was a double-sized issue. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. 
Now you don't. Now you don't have to read it. We can do that at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> I know Scott's over there, like packing up. Like, <laughs> Scott's like all the stuff door. packed up. Cool. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. Like, cool. All right. I'll see you later. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to do. You have to go to work or anything. All right. What are you Thanks about? for listening, everybody. <laughs> Signing off. Don't, don't right. get sick. Right. Social distancing. Wash your hands. Wash, Wash your, your hands. hands. Be a good citizen. Bye. Yeah.